podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. There's more to working from home than emails. So you need Wi-Fi with reliable speed, the most in-home coverage, and built-in security. You need Xfinity XFi. That's simple, easy, awesome. Switch to Xfinity Internet and learn about our great offers. You'll get amazing value with speeds that deliver and reliable coverage you can count on. And with XFi Advanced Security, you can keep all the devices in your home connected and protected from Wi-Fi network threats. Go online, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit a store to learn more today. Restrictions apply. Well, they walked into Madrid with hope in their hearts, and they'll walk away with the greatest prize in club football, Jurgen Klopp. And Liverpool's King to the Cot are champions of Europe once again. Hi everybody and welcome to a brand new episode of Cock and Fracker, part of the Touchline Fracker Network, the only podcast where you'll get the best content regarding the world champions, uh, champions of the world, of course that is Liverpool Football Club. And joining me today to talk about that is Ellis. Yes, what's going on? Sorry, I was drinking a coffee, bro. <laughs> All good, man. It's, it's the only thing that's keeping you through watching uh, United get spanked at the moment. So. Fine, I'm fine. <laughs> Before that... Back in the day, we used to enjoy these kind of moments. Now it's just like, oh, boy. It's sad, Damn, man. homie. Yeah, back in high school, we used, to, we used to be the man, homie. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy, man. And those are the uh, fantastic bars of our good friend of the pod, Julian. <laughs> What's good, man? What's good? Oh, just good, feeling man. happy. Top of the world, man. World champions. How are you feeling, Chris? Like, it's, uh, just, it's just, just an amazing night. It feels like I'm floating. It feels like Braun, go, <laughs> Braun going in for the alley oop, man. You're like you're flowing through air. That's how it feels being a Liverpool sport at the moment, man. Uh, don't yeah, think nice. you'd have it any other way. Um, you know, if I kind of think about how we started the decade in the dumps, going nowhere in Europa League. Ooh, the, the, Oof. the ghetto. And then you know, the ghetto, man. not only we're champions of Europe, we're champions of the world. So, and I mean, everything's right at the moment. Uh, of course, I'm joined by Glam. Well. <laughs> <laughs> we are joined by Glam, but he's uh, Mr. Nash at the moment, so we'll get him on in a bit. And we have a newcomer today, uh, Peter. I guess not. Uh-huh. Hello. hello. <laughs> <laughs> How you doing? How you doing, Peter? Yeah, I'm good, man. Life's, life's too good as a Liverpool fan right now. I'm just happy, pissed out, pumped out. 
Let's go. I'm loving the energy. I'm loving the energy. Glam, you there, brother? Yeah, I'm here, mate. I'm here, buddy. I'm here. <laughs> we missed you then. Called you out and we so, didn't hear anything back. Sorry, do you know what? Sorry, I'm so sorry. I was talking and I was on mute. And I thought you guys just bloody ignored what I just said. But yeah, good evening, everyone. And good evening. <laughs> so... Oh... <laughs> 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 uh. I think we had an incident like that a few weeks ago, didn't we? We had to kind of like just go through back everything again, but it's all good, man. All good. All these things happen. So we haven't recorded for a while. And in that period of time that we haven't recorded, a lot of shit has happened. Um, as we so, you know, gloated about at the beginning of the podcast, we're now champions of the world. Um, we vanquished our cho- closest challenges in Leicester 4-0 in their own ends, in their own backyard. In their own yard, fam. In their own yard. <laughs> I mean, they were playing such good football until the Mighty Boys in Red came around and then just slapped them down with Vardy before he went missing. So, um, yeah, we made it look so average. So average. It's crazy. It's wild. That's the thing as well. I mean, they've been playing such good football. And I mean, you look at some of the results they've had that 9 0 against Southampton. Um, you know, countless of results. I mean, the Newcastle game comes to mind, and then we stroll in there, coming, you know, with what three days rest, something stupid like that, um, yeah. and just go in and absolutely, absolutely steamroll them. So the way we're gonna, the way we're gonna segment this part today is we're gonna do it in two parts. Um, one podcast in two parts. So we're gonna do a, f- a season review so far in part one, and then we're gonna preview what's to come in part two. So let's kick off the season in review at first. Glam, I'll go to you for this one. Kind of Hello, where we started off on that very first pod we did all the way back in July. Yeah. And we had our predictions. Certain man, not to be named, Farouk, was saying that we were going to get overtaken by Tottenham and they were going to close the gap. Um, you know, the only, per- <laughs> the only person... <laughs> a few people did say that. They were wow. looking at Ndombele and you know, they were saying, you know, I think Spurs are going to close that gap. And Yeah. Obviously, it's not been it's not been great for them. Uh, let's let's put it nicely. Um, and you know, obviously, close friend of the of the pod, Mush. Mush, we miss you, bro. We're gonna get you back on soon. Don't worry about that. Once you lower those wage demands, um, he was yeah, only... yeah. Ellis is gonna get the contract written up soon, Mush. We're gonna have you back. <laughs> we'll give you your dues. <laughs> <laughs> he was the only person to say that we were gonna win the league. And I think that I don't yeah. know. If, I don't know if that was because we had some fatigue from carrying on from the last season. You know. Yeah getting so close to the summit and not quite making it. So, yeah. from where we were in July, tell us how you feel about how we are now and the road we've taken to get there. Um, well, like, I'll be honest, obviously, when, when, when I said we were going to win it, I did believe we were going to win it, but it's, 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 a, it's a case of we can win it. Now, I didn't, um, I'll be honest with you, I didn't expect how um, consistent and how determined um, that we've been, I didn't expect that. Um, you know, because last season, obviously, we went through the whole season losing one game, and I think uh, winning the Champions League, albeit a different season but the same calendar year, um, I think that that buzz. Obviously, I've never won a Champions League, but that buzz must have been crazy. And um, I just felt, now nah, this season, this guy's got to continue. We didn't make no summer signings really. I know we brought in some young players, Elliot uh, Vandenberg and and Edran. But Alisson got injured at Norwich and I feared the worst. You know, I feared the worst in terms of our, our whole structure, how we play out from the back. And when we when we just looked, you know, I mean, we had some shaky games. I know Southampton almost could have beat us. 
But you know, I mean, this this is obviously where um, this how football works. But when we were still winning games and Adrian just slotted right in, I just thought to myself, "No, nah, this has got to be it. This has got to be it." And we didn't miss Allison. I know we missed him in terms of obviously what he can do, but we didn't really miss him results wise. Mm-hmm. And where we are now, it's just incredible. I'm speechless. It's absolutely incredible. I was saying in the group the other day to the guys that, um, you know, I can't remember the last time we've lost a game, you know, a Premier League game. I forgot how it feels to lose a game. I don't know. As I said, maybe paramedics need to be called when we lose because I'll probably be acting different. <laughs> but, you know, it's just, it's, it's just been amazing. Nothing short of amazing. It, that's a really good point. I mean, I just recall back to that one podcast we did after the Napoli defeat when everyone said that we were uh, we were all depressed and sounded like we were going to off ourselves when we were doing the pod at like 11 at night. <laughs> Yo, that pod was funny, fam. And it sounded like, he's, and it sounded like someone in his family died, bro. Like, he was like, he was, oh. I genuinely think, I genuinely think L was still in the office as well. <laughs> I, I, I was in my room I was bare close to my bed and I thought you know what <laughs> I was like you know what lads let's, let's, let's keep it moving please <laughs> but that that is the last game that we've lost that's had any real substance to it I'm not counting the Villa game there's no yeah. point you know what nah. I mean I mean yeah. it was Jonathan Codger slapping up a bunch of kids and then celebrating <laughs> yeah, no we don't care about that we don't care about that club man we nah, don't come on we had a man who were wearing shirt number 99 and that, man. <laughs> <laughs> Squad oh, number man. zero. Them Ronaldinho, Ronaldinho retirement numbers there. You know what I mean? Yeah, but, I think Champions League's a bit different now. I think with Champions League, because um, Premier League losing and Champions League losing, it's slightly different. Because with Champions League, you know, it's a small table, points tally, mm-hmm. comes on an end of the year. So... We don't lose on a winner game, but when you lose your first game or you lose a game, you still feel you're in with a shout until the last minute. Mm-hmm. With, with the Premier League, the three points are so vital because you just don't know what's going to happen the next week. So that's why I was thinking with the losing, it feels a bit different when we lost to Napoli than in the, in the Premier League, if, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Yeah, I completely agree. And I think there's been a lot of pods. Actually, Julian, I'll come to you, come to you on this one next. We've kind of had so many pods where we talked about where we've had a collective frustration about how the team set up and the different uses of, you know, of, the, the, of the midfield more than anything. And it's just kind of seen how the squad's evolved and how the right players have come into play at certain moments of time. Mm-hmm. Um, so so how, how is it for you? How has that kind of, how has the season gone so far? I mean, obviously it's, got, it's gone as well as it possibly can, but in your, in your honest opinion, how do you feel like it's gone for us? Um, I feel like it's gone well. I feel like... Well, I'm I'm like paying it cool. I feel like it's gone very, very, very like oh, like way better than I expected. Way better than probably the club expected, especially. I with think it's. The, de- I think in terms of the kind of how the, how we've racked up results and we've only dropped the two points, it's definitely seen yeah. everyone's everyone's expectations. Yeah, it definitely has. Um, because I remember at the start of the season, I remember I was I was livid that we didn't sign anyone. And I, I was asking, "Where's the peas? Where's the <laughs> money?" I was asking, "Bro, like, what's going on?" Because the fact that and also, like in hindsight, it it, it it looks crazy that I was that I, that a lot of us were actually feeling like that. But at the time, you got you got to admit, like when your rivals, you, when when your rival who just got ninety seven points is you know seemingly strengthening with Rod, with buying Rodri and buying Cancelo, and um, when even teams around us like um, Tottenham who we just got to the Champions League final 
um, started buying players like um, Dombele. They they bought quite a few players actually. I'm surprised at how bad they were, how bad they're doing. Um, considering, you know, even though they were poor in the league last season, like considering that they bought a few pieces, it's kind of crazy. So mm-hmm. and etc. Um, even even West Ham, like they bought out Everton, were balling out, and we were just there with the same team. And I was like, thing where if you're gonna have the same team. 97 points is cool, but are we able to reach that feat again? And we clearly did. Um, there was a lot of frustration with team selections as well. And even with the team selections, I felt like, in many ways, at the time, we were, we were still justified because it was still stale football. It was still games where it wasn't... It wasn't... You know, as, as, most, as most people would say, it wasn't our most exciting. It wasn't our most, like, ah, oh, um, we took control of... We took control of the game through having many chances. Obviously, defensively at the back, we've been quite solid. We've given away a few stupid chances and a few stupid goals. But yeah, and that was my gripe at the start as well. Like Gomez, since he's coming five clean sheets, I feel like we picked up a lot. And especially as Klopp has expanded on the team, and maybe um, and Klopp did have that right when he was like, maybe I'm just bedding these guys in, giving it time until we get a lot of fixtures to put the guys like Ox and Caterham. Because when they did come in, they were looking a bit sloppy. Gomez as well. But I just personally felt that those games were just them needing to build up match fitness. And if he stuck with them, then it could have been a different result much earlier. But that's another conversation. But yeah, we've done well, man. We've done amazingly well. I'm, I'm very proud, very proud of this team. Um, I never thought that we'll get to the feast that we've got to be made it look so easy in January. Like we're pissing on the league in January. No one can chat to us. I don't know when we're going to lose. I don't know who we're going to lose to. It's just a law of averages where I'm saying, yeah, it's going to happen. But right now, I can't see a loss in sight. Champions League even. I'm thinking if we're able to wrap up this league early, there's nothing to say that we can't challenge for the Champions League again. Because I don't, I don't see a team in the world that's going, team in Europe that's going to be us. So, yeah, man, proud to be a Liverpool fan, proud to, proud of this team, and yeah, we're going to do well. I don't know if you also, I don't know if you all saw this, but I think they kind of did like a um, Bundesliga evaluation about um, kind of who they thought was going to win the Champions League this season, and I think 52% of people said Liverpool. That's just, uh, I just thought that was absolutely insane. Listen, Liverpool are a very respected club in, oh, gotcha. in, yeah. in, 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 the, in the world. It's just that, and even in England as well, I just feel like Twitter gives everyone the perception that Liverpool, yeah. there's an agenda and everything. Yeah, in, 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 the real, in the real world, you yeah. go to offices, you go around the world, you go, even talk to your friends like on a level, like even the ones that are on Twitter, they will tell you Liverpool... Are uh, yeah, they 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 they're a, they're a very respected team. They're a team that deserves to be no, where they are. Like, bro, no mistaken. No, no one wants to play us though. Like if you yeah. like give them an option of who they want to play, we're last on the list. No one wants to come to Anfield. No one wants to play us. That shows you the respect they have for us. You know Absolutely. I mean? We even made a point yeah. on the main pod is like on um on the main pod on Sunday. It, it's long to play Liverpool now because we can beat you anyway, in it. Like if you want to play, if you want to play keep ball for a little while, we can do that to an extent. If you want to try and outrun us, that's a myth because we'll outrun you. Hundred percent. Play the long ball myth because Van Dijk will just head everything away. It's like even even Gomez now with the long balls. Yeah, exactly. Oh, oh yeah. Speaking of Leicester, what Gomez done to Vardy? Jesus Christ, man. Made him look like a small boy. Okay, brilliant. It's it's, it's absolutely mad. I mean, obviously. 
I was a big kind of advocate for Matip at the beginning of the season. I thought, you know, his place was warranted. Julian, yeah. I know obviously you felt otherwise, which was it's no, no, absolutely no, 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 no. fair. It, it was don't don't, don't, it don't get warranted. twisted. It was very warranted. I, you, you didn't hear me complain about Matip being started. It's just the fact of... Out, it was just facts of Lovren getting yeah, that true. chance over Gomez at the time. And also, I feel yeah. like some games Lovren and um, Gomez still could have got a few more minutes at centre-back instead of at right back. Yeah, it yeah. needed but, confidence. Needed yeah. confidence. I think, I think there's, a, there's a point I want to bring up later on in the part that the whole Gomez at right-back thing is completely over now. Um, but that's a different point for later on. But um, yeah, I think the whole... I think, the whole, I think Joe Gomez is a real linchpin of this team now. And kind of his evolution over this season kind of reflects everything about the club. He, he, you know, I think that injury was a lot worse. Um, better, you know, just a bit of a sidebar. Ben Mee is a cunt, by the way, and probably shouldn't be able to play football. Yeah, fuck Manly Fucking for fuck, one. man. Fuck Manly for that one. <laughs> fuck Manly for that one. I think that injury was a lot worse than we led on at the time. I mean, broken leg. Um, it's probably taken him a while to get back into that. And with a player like himself, getting him back into the room, getting his fitness back up, especially with all the injury issues he's had, um... I think, I think it was right of the club to kind of not put him back in the line of fire that quickly. But the way he's come back and adapted, not having a choice with Lovren doing a usual sick note and Matip picking up an injury at the worst possible time, and now obviously with Fabinho being out too, the way he's kind of just settled back into his old pre-Christmas 2018 form is just absolutely unreal. Yeah, absolutely, man. Like... I, the one thing I will give always give Klopp props for is he knows when to he knows when it's time for you to come into the team. He knows when yeah, yeah. this is this is this this is your this is your time. I'm not gonna he, I'm not gonna put you in the firing line. He, he showed it with uh, Fabinho the best um, when Fabinho when Fabinho was first out of the club. He looked crazy. He looked nuts. And then he was like, no, I'm gonna keep you out. I'm gonna keep you out. I'm gonna keep you out until it's time. And when it was time. Put, put him back in and yeah man it was I loved it man I do you remember it. the uh, Fabino uh, Lucas Ferreira debates Whew. god man oh, some scary times long time. it, was yeah. looking, it was looking peak for man but obviously yeah. he's coming in cause... scary times man Whew. I mean I've seen it, I've seen a few tweets. Obviously, you get you get a few you get a few other team fans who want to talk about their players and whatnot in it. But just know that a boy's a monster over here, man. Yeah, man. Bro, he's clear. He's too clear over them. He's clear. He's, yeah, he's, he's a monster still. Yeah, yeah. Speak, speaking of um, people needing to adapt, Peter, it's lovely to have you on the podcast. And, um, <laughs> I was literally just about to get into that. Yeah, man, Peter, it's lovely to have you on the podcast. And we, you know we, I knew um... this was coming, you know. I knew this was coming. <laughs> no, man, it's, it's time because there's we're speaking about injuries. It's a perfect segue into into our boy. You know, in on this yeah, podcast, I, I know you listen, so you know we call um, Naby Keita. His name is Biscuit. Biscuit, so, yeah, Biscuit, because you know his body breaks down a lot. So um, on the tenth of December, twenty nineteen, <laughs> <at laughs> <laughs> Peter, you you tweeted us because um, you know who was we was going to start the podcast. Nice, you know, um, Cop and Frackers just asked who was your man of the match tonight. You know, you, 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 I think that was a Salzburg game, if I'm correct. Was that right, Peter? Yeah, yeah. It was a Salzburg game. Why, why yeah, do I so. feel like I'm at a cross examination at a trial right now? <laughs> no, nah, man. It's, it's not, nah, Peter. Crazy, I, yeah, yeah. And I, I didn't even, and your, your, as your statement says here, um, you said to us, I want an apology to Naby Kea after every man was slandering him on the podcast two weeks ago. Is that and you know that? 
and, and and you know the eyebrow face when you when you look up that emoji. You use that. <laughs> oh, <wow. laughs> He's proved you wrong in the last two games. Exclamation mark. Now Peter, Naby is injured again. We call him Biscuit. So I, I want you to explain your process in your and your thinking in this tweet. We'll give you the no, floor. Do you know what it is though? In that month, like his performances were like really, really good. Like if he absolutely like his stats, like he what did he, he got like four goals in the month of what December, December November ish. That's that, that that's his whole tally for us basically. He had two goals before that, so he obviously had a really good performance. So I was getting a little bit gassed in that, so and the way he <laughs> was crazy. Every man, especially what. What was it, Fahi? He was saying that he's done with him. Like, he's completely done selling him. I was thinking, right, like, So, so, the, so there genuinely was a point of time where we thought Fahi had, like, a countdown clock till, like, New Year where Naby Keita was genuinely on it in terms of when he was going to sell all his stocks. But, <laughs> but enjoying but the fixture, I'd, I'd blame it personally on the fixture pile-up. Like, he's not ready to be playing two games a week. He's not, uh, he's obviously, you know, oh, he's, yeah, oh, Ross, he, Ross. he's not ready to be playing two games. Oh, a week, Peter, you have to like manage him. Bro. You have yeah, to manage him. You have to manage him. His body's a bit fragile. He's not ready. So I'll he's not body's fragile. He's not ready. That's for like 42 or something. But. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so, so, Peter, so, Peter, let me get this straight. Yeah, You're telling us that our number eight, Stephen Gerrard's number, you know, uh, Stephen Gerrard's shirt, he can't play two matches in a week. No, oh, most expensive midfielder. He will get that stage eventually, but you got to manage this with everyone, though. Bro, do you know, every, you know when we bought him? Them. Did you go to carnival in twenty in twenty seventeen? But uh, I walked home from <laughs> carnival. <laughs> I touched the yard at twelve o'clock, and they said that Liverpool had signed this brother. When was carnival? August two thousand seventeen. Yeah, 20, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the last twenty, bro. We're in twenty, fam, fam. You want no, to I'm saying, I'm saying, I've got, I've got a, a little, little stocks in him left. Like his performances, we need his type of player as well. The, the profile he brings on midfield, like right, we need. Right. Him to... You're very right because let, let's 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 give Naby Keita his props. It's not all slander, so we'll let you off, Peter, because you know you're a guest. We don't want to put too much pressure on you, but let's not all slander. But it's yeah. not let's not all slander him because he has put in some great performances. I remember yeah, that's too, one of my too. highlights as well. Like even the Leicester game, the Leicester game, he yeah, was, he, he looked was really, really good. Leicester game. <laughs> That whole, club, well. that whole Club World Cup, oh. I thought he was one of our best players. Yeah. He was. He definitely, what I noticed from him coming into the team, he definitely um, added a new dimension to Salah's play because Salah looked like he loved playing with him. That's one thing I loved about Naby Keita coming in. Salah loved playing with him. Like He was always looking for him, always making the right ones and Kate was finding those passes. I liked him, man. He's adding goals from midfield as well. Like A lot of our goals come from the front three, but also if you've got one in midfield, it's chipping in as well. Brilliant. Yeah, man. So props to him. But hopefully the injury is not too long. Well, it's a groin injury. So hopefully he'll be back by, let's say, February. And yeah, man. No way, man. He'll, he'll give you like five good games and then he'll be done again. Oh, loud. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, just, it's just the way things go. Like, I'm sorry. This is the thing. Uh, so, uh, just, to get, just to put everyone kind of claro on how we feel about Naby, it's not a question about his ability because the ability is clearly there and he's been, oh, it's, been, it's, and it's definitely been delivered in some of the performances that we've seen. It's just that inability to stay consistently fit, and I think we have a concern with a few but, few yeah, members I've in the squad. I've got a question though as well. Like Chamberlain, Chamberlain's injured again. But what, why is Chamberlain not getting the same final? Is it because he's English or? I mean, or the, I, I mean, the, the, the man ripped <laughs> up his entire biscuit as well. The man ripped up his entire knee, so I'm going to give him a little bit of leeway. 
and, and, also, and also Chamberlain was 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 doing bits at a, at the highest. I don't want to say level, but he was doing bits like quarterfinals of the Champions League. You know what I'm saying he, he was yeah. performing. He was performing. I mean, Naby yeah, hasn't. Yeah. Naby hasn't done that yet, but we know he can yeah, do it. Like, he hasn't done that yet. Yeah, so. Chamberlain has yeah. stopped because we've seen like since he came, he done a, he's done like he was one of our most crucial players. Like I even give him credit for even making players like Firmino better um, yeah. in the 17-18 yeah, yeah, season. Like he was he was electric. So we've seen that. So he has stopped and he has claimed. And even this season, he's been he's been yeah. good in parts when he's come in. Naby Keita as well. Yeah, 100%. We need, that, we need that good six months of a w- massive work. Actually, we need to send him cunch, fam. Like, put in work. Like. <laughs> I think the thing with uh, Chamberlain well, as well, I, the, thing, the, the Chamberlain thing as well is all of his injuries have been contact injuries. Yeah. So, yeah. as opposed yeah. to them being muscular where they are with Nabi, pause. Um, yeah. Where kind of like he's injured in the warm-up or he's injured doing something else. Obviously, him. Going in for one tackle, then finishing, and if his body's finished, bro, like, I don't understand. Bro. <laughs> bro, that was the thing in the in the game in that run of games that we're talking about. He did, he played in. He was going in. He was a little yeah. bit. He was aggressive, and I was like, "Yeah, where's this guy been?" Yeah, clearly he maxed out, man. <laughs> well, I didn't realize that he could he, like he's he can win the ball as well. Like he can tackle. Like his physical skills are actually quite decent. In when Germany, in Germany. He, like the reason he can't do what he was doing in, in Germany, he was doing all of, like what we saw in the Club World Cup because he's facing that kind of facing unphysical players really around the world. But in Germany, yeah. he, was, he was able to bully man. But come to the Prem, try to try to do that to Adama Traore, you, <laughs> bro. Yeah, miss, bro. Miss. <laughs> but in my in terms of, I think one of the most impressive things this season is how like our players, let's say, are not regular, like not regular used players or fringe players, let's say, are chipping in as well. Yeah, you see, of Chamberlain. Chamberlain typically getting goals when he does play. Cater as well. You see, even like Lallana the other day, like Lallana's performance against Everton was amazing. And then Origi as well. Like, that's the most impressive thing because everyone was saying before the season, okay, like, you've got Manchester City, their squad depth is amazing, blah, blah, blah. But no, but what about our squad depth? When we've had so many injuries this season and all the people that have stepped in, Lovren stepped in, um, Cater stepped in, Chamberlain stepped in, Origi stepped in, Lallana stepped in. And when they, even Shakira against Everton, when they have stepped in, they've done well. So that's what I love. I think there's a real genuine case as well for Adrian to kind of be signing of the season. Yeah, Adrian as well. Yeah, I mean he's coming, he's coming to a top team and he and he settled. Um, we have, we didn't lose a game when he was in goal, apart from was he in goal for the Napoli game? Yeah, he was. Yeah, he made yeah. a brilliant save that, that game. Yeah, so yeah, I, I, he's got a case for ah yeah. I should have said that he's signing of the season. To be fair. Yeah, yeah. I done well ever end on Sunday. Key saves. Yeah. Key saves. Uh, I think he's, he's got a case to be probably our best backup goalkeeper ever, probably. Oh, 100%. That's a separate podcast to be had. That's crazy. <laughs> we've, we've, that's crazy. <laughs> we've had some... Yeah, and the thing is, I like likes of Klopp. Before he signs his players, like he like he sees their type of profile, the character they are, and they yeah. always fit in the squad. Like you see with Adrian, he's a nice, you can see he's a generally nice guy. Yeah, like, he's that's fun. He the yeah, team. he's on banner, like, man. He's on banner. Yeah, like, Klopp won't sign you if you got a big ego. It doesn't matter how good you're playing, but he won't sign you. Like if you fit in the squad, he'll sign you. Like yeah. that's what I like about him. So let's do a little bit of kind of like uh, a whip around, and let's just say 
what do you think our performance of the season so far has been? It can be. Ooh. We can. You know what? Let's spread it across all comp- all, all the competitions as well. So that's open to. Not Carabao Cup. Um, it's open to <laughs> Club World Cup. It's open to Champions League, and obviously the game we just played in the FA Cup. So, L, what's your performance of the season so far? Uh, it's got to be Leicester. Yep, Leicester away. Um, just because we went into the game, like you said, off the back of um, a tough trip to to the Middle East, then we've come back and we've played a team that's so in form, who are very dangerous, but we just we looked so good we controlled the whole game from minute one to minute 95 um it was a, it was a true pamming it was a true pamming so yeah it was yeah it wasn't unruly it wasn't unruly pamming um uh julian bet you performance of the season are you gonna go with uh gonna go with l yeah on the Leicester? i'm gonna go with, i'm gonna go with lsc yeah definitely Leicester. that that was that was that you know, that was the definition of a clinic that was that was a mad thing. Like what we done to them was crazy. Like going into the game, I wasn't scared, but I wasn't expecting that. I wasn't expecting like for us <laughs> to absolutely not give them any joy at all. Like I wasn't threatened once, which is kind of wild. Like yeah, so yeah, definitely Leicester. Junior, um, I'm, I'm I'm thinking just to try to be um, different, but um, trendsetter. Yeah. yeah, I'm trying to. I was, I, I I did enjoy the Everton one. I can't lie, because obviously our reason why I say that because of the changes, yeah, um, and the rhythm. I weren't expecting that sort of slapping. I mean, touches to be immaculate, like Irigi for a second goal, like stuff like that. I think I was really impressed with that. So to be different from other guys, I do agree with Leicester, but I'm gonna go with the Everton um, win. It's a good shout. I mean, the Everton win, obviously, all those changes coming in and still slapping them because they genuinely are shit. Yeah. <laughs> I, still can't, I still can't believe that some of you, man, were like worried about that game going in. There's going to be a draw. <laughs> nah, you know what Klopp was on them times there, fam. Like, Klopp was... But Everton, if no, no, honestly, yeah, honestly, but it generally feels like Everton, they, they've generally got worse. Like, like, last season, they at least came to us with some sort of game plan. They came to us to sit. But now they they're like trying to ball out and it's not working at all. Like, how are you getting panned by Jones, Schifarella, and and fucking Lalana in midfield? That is mental. I'm a, mental. I mean, I mean, Pedro and Ch- big Ch- men were playing. <laughs> I mean, Pedro Chilavella might genuinely be the best midfielder in the world. <laughs> After what I saw at the weekend, bloody hell! You know what's good, dude? Chilavella. He he made his first appearance in 2015 for us. Yeah. Imagine that. 2015, and then he's just been in the reserves for how, how many years? I think he's <laughs> whack. <laughs> no, George, I, don't, I don't think he's a bad player. Like Technically, he's not a bad player. He can pass it, he can ping it, but he just ain't got a PMP for us. Yes, If he goes to Valencia, he could be decent in that midfield. He can go to like even Leeds or something like that. He could be decent. He just ain't got a PMP to cover and to do that stuff for us. Because I remember coming in the group chat being like, fam, this guy is shit, fam. Like, <laughs> I saw a man running on the ball. Man, man was moving like he was running with a backpack, bruv. <laughs> <laughs> he, he was decent, though. To be fair, he, he picked up. To be honest, ever, like, I can't believe big men were playing. Like, Sidgerson, Ricardison, Walker, big men. And they couldn't, like, do anything. Against, like, they should be ashamed of themselves. 
They're not our rivals anymore, man. You ain't beat us. Since nah, I don't How care. many years? You're not our rivals, man. They, don't yeah. Compare, so don't, don't compare with these driving-ass rappers, beat. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> don't compare with Shiverella. Spanish, Shiverella, to be honest with you, like, he had a good game on um, Sunday. He surprised me, but I've seen him enough when those uh, He's not good enough. You know yeah, what I mean? I mean? He's not good enough. Yeah. I think he's one of those players where if you went to kind of like a, a championship, championship team, say if you went to, I don't know, Bristol, Bristol City, and then yeah, Bristol, yeah. Bristol City get promoted in four years, and then you're like, oh yeah, Pedro Chilavella, he's like their best player. You wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, I think you'll go that Leeds. I think you'll go some of that Leeds. Yeah, some of that Leeds, fam. Yeah, where well, he's got someone to do the room around him. That's not a bad shot, actually. He'd do quite well. Yeah, he would do quite well there. I think he, he's yeah. in like the Xhaka, Jorginho type mode where he can orchestrate the play. His athleticism is not good enough, but he can orchestrate the play and he's good enough tendency. He's better than Xhaka. He's better than Xhaka. If I'm honest, yeah, if he's been, I don't think he's been like coached, like especially coached, if you get what I mean. Like, you know how they'll tell you, like, yeah, because he, he looked kind of confused in the game. He didn't know whether, because he definitely didn't have the PNP to be like a number six. No, sorry, a number, yeah, a number six. He looks like someone that can be a, like, like a Jorginho role, as Peter said, like yeah. a number four who yeah. can just like get the, get the ball, keep it rolling, just pass it through. But I don't think he's been coached to do that. I think because of the way Liverpool play, and it's probably. As that game showed, like we have a system that goes all the way through the club. Like he's not gonna even Lalana, he looked a bit slow, but he can get away with it. I am special mention to him as well, man. When he's come through, he's he's done all right. Yeah. Um he was my kind of like surprise pick at the beginning of the season to kind of had a bit of a contribution and you know, he's coming and obviously he's took he's took over that new number six role fairly well. Um Obviously, the club are quite keen to add another year to his contract. But if he wanted to go out, if he wanted to leave and play elsewhere regularly, I don't think I'd be a grudge against that. To be fair, no, mm-hmm. no. Yeah, what is your man's opinion on that? Would you guys give him an extra, like, year, or would you sell him in the summer? I'll sell nah. him in the summer. Yeah, so players that players like that, I don't feel like we should keep them for too long. He's been a good servant. It's five, yeah. six years. He's come to the club now. Same with Milner, but he got a new contract. Like when man them have done their thing and they've, you know, achieved more than what we've even expected them to achieve, then I'm like, yeah, cool. And he's old and like, just, just move it on. Like bring some Brutic, bring him back from, bring yeah, back Brutic. Yeah, yeah. uh, I sell him. Sell to Samson. That's what I'd say. I'll sell him. Yeah, I I wouldn't be. I'm not against either or to be honest with you, but I think um, I. We'll talk about this later on, but I'm not too sure that we'll actually kind of buy anyone for central midfield next season. Um, which yeah, I don't be. think we should anyway. Yeah, I think we should focus on possibly getting another defender and another attacker. But Yeah, uh, more goals. More goals, um, especially if we're going to throw the bag at a certain someone. Uh, yeah. P- Peter, <laughs> <laughs> Peter, what was your performance of the season so far? You know what? I'd say results-wise, I'd say Man City because to dominate Man City like that, it's crazy, like obviously the reigning champions and probably like well what we thought would be our closest rivals and to beat them what three one, like that's really impressive. But obviously performance wise it would be the Leicester game because that was just a clinic. Like we just outclassed them in every department. But I guess the result I probably remember more is the Man City game just because that was just, that was brilliant. That was excellent. Yeah, it's a good chat. It's kind of weird how that Man City game has kind of got lost in the lost in the cloud of things. Like it's just another game in this in this run. That we're you on. think how tight how tight the games were last year? Like they were literally like just little mistakes that whatever that decided the games. Like we literally the time like that is amazing. Who's you know it is? It's because it's no, it's because it's, it's normal. 
we beat them all the time. Yeah. Like it's like like over the last what since Klopp has been about, he's beat him. He's beat them at their Etihad. He's beat them at home in his first season. He beat them. He's beat them season after that. Um, he lost the way and then beat them at home. Or yeah, beat them at home. Season after that, beat them at home. And I think lost the way. So one thing I've noticed, away. and then yeah, we just keep we just beat we just beat them all the time. It's nothing new. Even one before thing that, I've with managers like like uh, Guardiola and and Rogers as well, they don't like they want to stick with their tactics. They don't have a willingness to change the tactics for Klopp, and that's where like that's probably what like is their biggest failure. With like Rogers, he he had to play a winger for Trent side, but he played Madison on the left wing. He's got to play a winger like Harvey Barnes just sticks exactly. to him. Exactly. Exactly, and that can print so much space. Like, but he, when we play like Mourinho, that it's harder because he has all he blocks up all the spaces. Yeah. yeah, he blocks up all the spaces. They change the tactics. They play like a five in the fence, three, whatever, five, three, two. And but when Guardiola, he won't change his tactics. He's too stubborn to do that, and then we'll just kill him off. And uh, yeah, see, Peter make a good, made a great point because it surprised me because um, in the game, I think uh, Rogers brought on Albrighton, but he he took off Harvey Barnes. So I was thinking, why would you do that? You might as well just take off one of your midfielders and block up that Trent space because Trent is absolutely killing you on that side, but it didn't. Yeah. And there's a bit and there's a bit where as well. Someone like Klopp, Klopp will do that. Klopp will like, wow, this yeah. guy's getting too much space here, man. I need to I need to close it up. But yeah, it's weird. Yeah, tactically, I think sometimes Rogers can be really stubborn. Um like he does certain things just to kind of prove himself right, which is a bit uh kind of self fulfilling prophecy. Um my performance of the season, it's that long ago now. Uh, at the Burnley 3 0 away, just because it was it was a true kind of like. You are so Brexit. I, <laughs> I knew that was coming. As soon as you said it was quite away, I was like, this guy's going to choose the Burnley game. No, I just always think Burnley away, just with yeah. the, way, the way that they play, the way that they go to bludgeon and try and murder you at every attempt. I'll get you, Chris. I'll get you. I'll get you, bro. And they've got two, and they've got two behemoths up front to contain that. Get out, still play the way that we did, dismantle them, come out with three yeah. goals and make them look like relegation candidates. Which they are now. Yeah. Do you know what you know I'm not you know I'm not shook of Burnley and their and their style of play. We have it regardless of regardless of if it's Gomez, Gomez and Van Dyke or Matip or Van Dyke or Lovren and Van Dyke, they're quite big themselves. So with yeah. them, they can handle Players like Bur- like like the strikers that Burnley that they can handle a fucking who, who's up front for them, Ashley Barnes or someone like that. And also in their midfield, it's very Brexit, but Klopp Klopp think fuck it, we can go Brexit as well. Fam, Henderson, that, fam, their, midf- <laughs> their midfield is beyond Brexit. <laughs> exactly. So Brexit, yeah, Brexit party as well. So I, yeah, but even though he played for what was it Fabinho and Henderson, he will thrive in that game. Loves it. Henderson, Fabinho, and Wijnaldum. We can just handle them. So that's why I'm never really scared of Burnley, to be honest. Like, we just have, we're just equipped for anything. Right now, we've just got every rap. That point that you just said about, about us having um, kind of Van Dyke and Gomez in there uh, for, certain, for certain games like that, I don't think Burnley have, even, have beaten us or even posed a threat to us since Van Dyke signed. Because anything before that, we did struggle against them. So that's why I'm, that's why I'm not bothered if West Brom get promoted as well, because I think we're well adapted now to handle things like that quite yeah. well absolutely sorry Peter were you, so, you going to say something no I was just um, going to say that like when you said Henderson I think he deserves a special mention out of this first half of the season I think he's been amazing 
Like in the in when he was playing in the eight, he was fantastic as well. His energy to sustain attacks was amazing. And then obviously with I didn't think we was gonna see him in the DM again, especially after last season last season. But when Fabinho got injured and he stepped in there, he's been sensational. Literally like I think he's passing he's passing I think I'm not sure if he's improved or so it's been there, but like wow, his passing's been really, really good. Like even he's like he's got stronger. He's just he's been excellent since he's gone into the DM role when Fabinho's got injured. I think with Hendo, he's kind of had that freedom to play a little bit more within himself, um, as opposed to being constrained to that number six role. Feels very much like he was kind of front end, middle of uh, fourteen, fifteen when Gerard wasn't playing. Yeah. But no, I mean, again, season and re- season and review so far, we've done exceedingly well. Um, any honourable mentions for specific players before we move on? Who's you guys played of the season so far? Mane. And congratulations to Mane for winning African Player of the Year as yeah, well. Yeah, congrats. So congrats to him. But Mane's definitely my player of the season. He's been... Either him or Gomez, but Mane is... He, you know, the, I'll, the, 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 I'll say Trent, you know. Nah, Trent... Go on, now he's coming. No, go on, Peter. Oh, yeah. Me personally, I'll say Trent. Like he's just been excellent. Like he's been our main playmaker. Like Carragher always says, actually like having De Bruyne at right back. Like he's just yeah, he's been brilliant. I think he's got eight assists so far. So he probably will break the record again for the most assists for a defender. Um, um yeah, Ma Mane's contender and I'm good do you know what? Do you know what? Um I would have said um Gomez had he played a bit more because he's been amazing. Um, and also, Trent is a good shout. He is a good shout. Mm-hmm. And forget, forget the defensive side. I've got to say, like his his uh, application and his that delivery, he's on his job. Who, who was it that we smacked? Um, oh, I forgot the game now. You got man in a match. He destroyed them on the right side. My mind's down. Leicester. Right was it Leicester? Leicester. Yeah, Leicester. Yeah. Oh my gosh! What a play! What what a performance! What a performance. And like you're right, he, he's been one of our main playmakers and I do feel I'm gonna give a mention because I'm always running for defending. I'm always running for defending. So I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna um say Trent. I'm gonna say Trent. So one thing I one thing I love about def- our defence here, they make defending look so fun. Like Gomez and Van Dyke look like they're having the time of their life hunting man down and Robertson and, and Trent. Look like they're having so much fun just going down the wing. Trent has so much freedom to even have to go to less than just like move like Steven Gerrard. Like it's crazy. Like they make defending look so much fun, man. It's like we gen we generally do have Kevin De Bruyne playing right back. Yeah, man, it's crazy. It's wild. Um, L, about you? Who's your player of the season so far? Yeah, I'm gonna give it to Sergio Mane, man. He's too decisive. He's he, he's different on that left hand left hand side. When Coutinho left and uh, we had to play him on the left, he did that. He took a little while to adapt, but now he's just different quality out there, man. He's just too powerful. He's too quick. Scores goals, makes goals, and he's, he's come. He's found a different chapter in his in his playing career now. So, yeah, man, sell your money. Yeah, his hunger and desire is crazy. Like he yeah, just he just wants to win, bro. Yeah, he just wants to win, man. Just, just quickly put up Sadio Mane's stats um, in the league this season. 11 goals and 6 assists. I mean, 6 man of the matches as well. The, the guy... Oh, my God. 
Been so good, man. In how many games? Uh, in nineteen appearances. That's amazing. He's got fifty. He's got thirty-two goals in fifty-two in fifty-two appearances. This this in twenty nineteen, the calendar year. Yep. That's mental, man. Robertson's also quietly got six assists as well. That's that's pretty good. <laughs> At the start of the season, I, I remember he's, he tweeted about him having more a more assist than Trent, and Trent was like, "Zah, bro." Yeah, relax, 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 man. <laughs> They're quite a little battle that they got going on uh, in terms of their assist competition. Is uh, you know, it's generally fun, and, and that's a really good point. I think Trent said it himself as well that um, you know, traditionally playing, you know, playing playing in defence, and especially right back, isn't the most kind of appealing position to play. But he's trying to reinvent that position and you know, make more kids want to want to grow up and say, I want to play right back. And you know that's what? Great. Fair play to him. Yeah, yeah fair play to both fullback. They're they're very consistent, especially Robertson. Robertson is so consistent and um, yeah, ridiculous. Big, yeah, man, he's a big part of why we're doing well. Um, shout out to Liverpool for like putting money on him because what I, a gem. Yeah, man, it's a big gem. That's what you call a proper gem. Um, it is it's it's mad to like be that consistent. Him, uh, Van Dijk, Gomez, they're just all consistent. Yeah, the back the back line, the back five. Now we have. All fit. That's that's our backline for years to come. Yeah, 100%. you know that's 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 the stability backline that we um that we need and have. And no no surprise that we're starting to keep clean sheets now. We look more comfortable. Yeah, See, the Everton game. Like with Gomez, did anyone think you? Like, he reminds me of Van Dijk in the Everton game. The way he was organising the defence, like it was almost like he learned everything from Van Dijk in that game. Like, he He's Van Dijk's little bro, man. He's Van Dijk's little bro. Like, <laughs> yeah. bro you can just, you can you can literally see Van Dijk's happiness like when he's playing with him. Like when he's yeah. playing with Lovren, yeah. There's sometimes when he's screw fit, like he's like, oh, yeah, I allow you because you're doing your team. <laughs> when he when he, when he plays with Matt, he's like. Yeah, like it's calm. Yeah, I like you. You're, you're, right, you're good. Bro. But when he's with Gomez, his eyes just light that's up. Like, Matip's like my bro, <laughs> Matip's like the middle kid. He's like, yeah, you're all right. Yeah, I can have a bit yeah. of a laugh with you. Gomez, he's you now the favorite <laughs> son, and Lovren's like the dickhead that always gets in trouble, the stupid yeah. stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what it is? Though? I tell you what it is. Go on, yeah, go, on. go on, bro. Go on, go on, Pete. Go on. Okay. Yeah, I was saying, like, even with the so our first game of the season, the Norwich game. Even though you would have thought that he would have started Matic instead of Gomez, but he started Gomez instead of Matic. So he, I think Klopp even knows that, okay, Van Dijk and Gomez is my long-term partnership and this is the one I really want to invest my time into. But obviously he couldn't because Matic's performance was just too much. But now Gomez is easy his way back into it. Amazing. Yeah, it's perfect. But yeah, go on. Perfect. But yeah, I agree. Obviously, he wants that partnership. At the same time, you've got to be on based on form. Matic didn't deserve to get dropped. And when Matic come back in, he looked... More um, assured than Gomez. I think Gomez just needed that rhythm um, to get back in stride. But the reason why I'm saying also with um, Van Dyke, like saying the goals, because Van Dyke doesn't have to do much running when he's with Gomez. He can, but he doesn't have to rely on it. He will know Gomez has the pace and Gomez that, will run back next That's week. a great point, Glam. That's a great point. So I'm man. saying, but with Matip and Lovren, Van Dyke don't trust them, man. We don't even trust. You said about one thing, he has to do more running because. He's quicker than Matip and he's quicker than Lovren. But with Gomez, Gomez has that pace and he covers a lot. So I think that's why it's more... It, it, they feed off each other and it's, and it, and it's showing. Yeah, I think it's so mad. When, when Van Dijk has to make a tackle, like, you see he gets mad. He's thinking, like, for fuck's sake, like, why am I tackling? Like, 
I'm, I'm too good for this. Like, why am I breaking a sweat? Like, what's going on? <laughs> it's so funny when you watch him. He doesn't break a sweat. Like, he's that good. When he does have to make he's a from the school of Maldini, bruv. Yeah, literally. He's, from, he's so from the school good. of Maldini, fam. And do you know about Van Dyke, guys? You remember, did, did you really obviously about that? Um, he had a, uh, a life-threatening illness at um, Groningen. He, he went into hospital. Uh, he, was running, he, was young, I think he was 17 or something, and he almost never made it. Like I think something, I don't know. When his appendix, but it's something to do with he had like an um, illness and he had to have an emergency operation. Like, I, look, I look at him now. Yeah, bro. This bro. guy almost Crazy. died, you know. Crazy. Crazy. Oh, unbelievable guy. Um, perfect set. That's a perfect segue to kind of go into the next section of the section of the pod where we'll be talking about the upcoming fixtures in the remainder of the season. So, kind of spinning back off of that Everton game. I think that Everton game is the real catalyst for kind of us to kick off what is going to be the second part of the season. Um, so, let's say, you know, touch wood, we do wrap up the league with X amount of games to go. And, you know, we're still in the FA Cup and, you know, still in the Champions League. I think the kids that played those games, more so kind of Neko Williams, Harvey Elliott um, and Curtis Jones, those those core three, I think they've really proved themselves to be exciting young prospects um, and guys that I think we can actually trust when playing alongside most of the first team eleven to come in and not really really look out of place. How do you guys think about that? Uh, yeah, I make you right. I think Nico Williams is gonna help Trent a lot, give him a couple rests when needed. How old is he? What eighteen, nineteen? I think he's eighteen. Yeah, 18. Um, obviously, he's still young, but you're not going to play him all the time. Um, who else did you mention? Uh, Jones. I think Jones and Elliot are two two players that are going to get a lot of minutes within the next couple of years just because they're so good on the ball, exciting players. I think Elliot more so. He he looks like a gem. He's Yo, so... big name was on skates. Oh man, man fam, he had he had Dino. Man was was sweating. He had a yellow card. Fam, he's just the France international. Big big France into that Barcelona ex Barcelona. I I I I, I, I do a push as well, fam. He's always talking. Ah oh, yeah, <laughs> I rejected it. I relate. I rejected Liverpool two times. Now you now you're stinking off at Everton and we're pamming you every single time we play you, bro. Like allow it, man. Like some any guy from getting twisted by. How old is it, obviously? 16. 16. Man's not even old enough to drink yet, and you're there getting twisted up by some you, and you're talking, ah, I rejected Liverpool two times. Oh, oh, oh I'm chatting shit, man. <laughs> <laughs> Every single opportunity that guy likes to bring up is fucking. Just, yeah, no. Um, obviously, um, with obviously Jones and Elliot, I think Elliot's going to need protection. I don't want him to burn out. Um, we are doing the right way. So I think I'd rather rely on a more um, senior player. Jones is ready in terms of like... Yeah, Jones is ready. You know what I mean? Like touch base for the first team. Elliot, I want to see him do a bit of grafting more um, in terms of like in the youth set up, um, play him in the odd games, take him out, play him in the odd games. Because he's only 16. I keep forgetting. And do you know what I mean? Like he's, his little legs probably got time to grow as well until he's 21. So either either good prospect to have in there, but yeah, Jones definitely wants to be touched, and he and he wants. He said already, I want to be in the first team. Like, that's a good attitude. Yeah, that, I think that's a great attitude. When when they interviewed after the game, I thought like this really summed up like the attitude of our team. Like he was saying to the interviewer that, "Yo, like I was angry when I was on the bench. Like why am I not playing? I was even thinking like why am I not playing this team? Yeah, and I'm I'm yeah, thinking like, yeah. 
Yo, well, under, you know what? Undefeated in the league, like, we've got everything, like, and you think that you should be playing, like, but that's the attitude that he has. He has the confidence, the swagger of, like, yeah, I should be, I'm that good to be playing in this in this team, the world of champions. And that's what I like. I like that confidence. I like that arrogance of a young player. Not arrogance, but I like the confidence of, like, yeah, I'm good enough at this level. Yeah, no, definitely. Definitely. And it shows you, and he's saying that he's at Liverpool, you know, who are top of the that's league, crazy. a distant mile, who just won the Champions League. He's saying that, and he's at Liverpool. Like that just shows that to me. That's 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 great stuff. Why didn't you say this when Gerard's cousin was saying this then? Find <laughs> Gerard's cousin. Find <laughs> Gerard's cousin. What's his name again? I, like, I don't even know that. Bobby, you. Bobby, 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 Bobby Schroeder, whatever his name is, man. Find him. Puffy Schroeder. But you you can see the difference in the talent quality, man. Like Curtis John comes in, he just he looks like he's he's ready for it. This is his yeah. You know I mean, he, he was he was playing the other day against Everton, and he just looked like yeah, I'm on this thing, I'm on it. This is what I want to do. I'm here. Even a goal, like the confidence to take that goal, that like, to to believe in your own ability. What do you, what do you guys think Curtis John's position is? Probably it, like an eight or a ten in central. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think until he bulks up, I think we're gonna see him on the left a lot. I, yeah. I, I, I saw signs of young Lallana, like yeah. like the way he yeah. holds the ball, the way he's able to um, get himself out of young positions, just pass it well and keep it moving. That look, even that goal, techie, like techie. the way he put it in, like that was like young Lallana. So hopefully he can get into the number ten mode. Oh yeah, Minamino as well. What do you guys think of him? I thought he was okay. I thought he was good. Um, I think it's a classic case of he's play. He's got in the team. He's like, who the fuck are these lads? Where are the boss boys that I'm supposed to be playing with week in week out? Um, mm-hmm. But it was interesting that he played him as a number nine, as opposed to kind of on the wing. And if you there's there's a kind of something interesting I saw the other day, where in the last game that we played, um, if you look at Firmino's heat map and Minamino's heat map, they're pretty much identical. So I think he's probably okay. going to be. I think he's going to be more Bobby cover than anything. But oh, right. the thing, the fact that he can play kind of anywhere within that front three and drop into the midfield is. Um, I think do you know what it is as well. When you're playing up top, you can just sort of like run there, press, and stuff. It's his first yeah. game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, can, he might he might get dominated by the fullback. He don't know. So when up top, it's just like okay, cool. He's up top. Let him do his thing. Let him chase around him. You never know what he might get up there. I love, I think... I love seeing my number ten though. Like yeah. I love to see like that little nippy, you know, like like you know, you know how Matt I was, you know how Matt yeah. was in like just 2011, like that, like nippy fast because Matt was, believe it or not, fast once upon a time. No, but, like pinging Matt, him moves. Chelsea Matter was genuinely crazy. Yeah, he was crazy. Yeah, he was cold. I think Minamino, Minamino will probably collect Lallana's probably. No, it was good. I think. Yeah, I think he'll be quite integral uh, across the rest of the season as well. So I'm kind of looking forward to him seeing seeing it more in the first team setup too. Um, I think we all pretty much said in the group chat as well that we weren't going to use this as a measuring stick of how his future performances are going to be. But you know, um, it wasn't the performance that set the world on fire, but there was enough positive signs there to say that he's going to be a decent impact player for us. Hundred percent, hundred percent. And I like, I like, I like, I like these little. You know, the Shakiri 30 million, Minamino um, 7, and then Robertson. Those little, those little bargain little buys. You, you, if, 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 they, if they excel and they do wonderful, it's like, great. If they don't, then it's not going to be the end of the world. But, you know, I like, he's got good feet. Um, you know what I mean? He knows, he knows obviously, um, um, 
how to play the game. And obviously, to come into a Liverpool team that play a fluency sort of football, he, he looked all right. And it's a Merseyside derby as well. So I weren't really measuring him on Sunday, if I'm honest. I'm just glad that he got on the pitch and obviously finally made his debut. So, um, yeah, as a we'll see. But yeah, I think he'd be a good impact um, player. He might even come in and decide and obviously show us a new dimension. Who knows? But 7.2.5 mil. Yeah, you <laughs> can't go wrong. And, and, also, uh, yeah. and I also think that um, tactically he looks like he knows what is expected of him already. Um, yeah, yeah, I think in a yeah. group I said that I expected him to be a bit quicker. I didn't know he was that quick. But obviously, Chris, you made you made a good point where Salzburg played really quickly. So maybe that's what that's what gave me that impression. Um, but that's that's being being that if you're intelligent as a footballer, you're quicker than most players anyway because you're always thinking a couple of yards ahead of everyone. Yeah. So that that for me, I think that's the type of player he is. He's um reasonably strong as well. So I don't think he'll get knocked off the ball a lot. Um, he looks like a player that can play in the front four, left, right, centre. Um, I think he'll yeah. be playing between left and centre more. Yeah. Because he's, he's, I think he's a great ball carrier. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm look forward. I look forward to watching him for the rest of the season. I think he's gonna be, he's gonna do a lot for us, man. It's gonna be really interesting where. Um... Those games where when one of Mane or Mo kind of had to float in the uh, actual number nine position, that Firmino kind of pushed that a little bit wider. I think it'd be interesting in those kind of games. But no, it's it's a really good one to kind of wait and see how he beds in and so just for the remainder of the season. Um, who do you guys think is going to be the, the 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 main guy, the impact player for us from now to the end of the season? Obviously, with the guys coming back from injury, Fab, Matip, uh, Lovren at some point. Um, Add them into the mix. Who do you think is going to be the, the guy to help us get to get to the finish line and where we want to be? Oh, oh. Um, I'm gonna say. Well, I want Oxley starting, but at the same time, I'm gonna say um, Oxlade. He's whether he's starting or coming from the bench. He's he's gonna be massive. He's gonna be massive. He's gonna be massive. Um, no doubt about it. Um, obviously with Kate's injuries as I said to you guys before I think Kate and his pre-season um, I'm not going to put any more um, onuses on him to say I want him if he does well he does well but I'm not looking at Kate this season anymore not, not that I don't you like you took your stocks out yeah yeah not that I don't like him but I'm just, <laughs> just going to write him off this season because he's annoying me and if I, if I keep saying the same thing all the time I'm going to get pissed off and I'm not going to like him so I'm just gonna write him off. <laughs> I listen. I like I like Glad too much, man. You know what I mean, yeah, I'm gonna write him off. So I'm gonna say Ox. I'm gonna say Ox. Uh, Julian. Mm, I'm trying to think because I still think I still think um, the main the core the main core is going to be the ones that's going to take us over the line. So like Mane, Salah, of course, for example. I do think Henderson, Fabinho will obviously be mainstays. Obviously, obviously he's gonna obviously Fabinho come back will take us over the line. Um, but someone to surprise me, I'm not sure. Uh, maybe maybe Ox, same same as Glam. But again, I have I again I, I'm I'm more with thinking that you know I'm re, I'm really appreciative of our defending. So I'm thinking players like maybe you know Gomez coming in now. He's fairly new to the team coming in and taking us over the line with um, clean sheets. Maybe Fabinho. So I, I'm I'm pretty 
I don't really, you know, it is because I honestly have no stock in KR coming back and doing his thing. And Ox is kind of like, even his role in the team now, it's not too like, oh, you're, you're a main, main starter. He's like, you'll come in, give us a few, give us a few good games, but levels are levels in it. So, and Kater's just, you just cater in it. Like, getting injured all the time is where it is. And maybe, um, maybe Shakiri when he comes in, he, for games like, cause I remember for games like United last season, he was able to come in and be electrifying and, you know, take take control of games. Maybe Shakiri coming through because even against Everton when he came through, he looked like he never left. Yeah. So, yeah, maybe maybe Shakiri as well. Um, but, yeah, either Shakiri or Go- I'm going to stick with Gomez though. No, I think that's a good, I think that's a good show. Uh, it's gonna be I think it's gonna be a really important player for us uh, in twenty twenty and beyond. Uh, L, back yourself. Uh, I'm just gonna go keep it easy and simple. I'm gonna say Salah. Um, <laughs> now, that, obviously, as president of the uh, SAP <laughs> or as yeah or SPA, sorry. Um, now, SPA. apart from that, SPA. Apart from that, I just think um, he dropped off this year and. The way, I, the way I see, we know what he's about, so he can only go up. Um, he's seen Mane take his crown as as the most decisive player currently. So I think he would like to take that crown back. Um, he's been showing a, a few glimpses here and there. He's had a, a, a week off now going into January. So I think he's probably going to, his goals are going to be important. His pace is going to be important. So I think he's going to try and come back and be our most decisive player. Um Another yeah, uh, wait, um, I'm, I'm sorry, Alistair. sorry to interrupt you, but um, uh, this um, so today we found out that um, <laughs> <laughs> so, so so today we found out that um, a certain youngster, Rian Brewster, yes, happy for him. He's, Talk he's, to me. He's gone. To, he's gone to Swansea, and we can briefly discuss that soon. But um, we had an audit today, and there, there, was, there was some funds. There, there were some funds, and we we were accused of some embezzlement and. It seems like you've been buying stocks with Cop and Fracas's <laughs> Cop and Fracas's revenue. Like, you don't know what's going on. You, you told us at the start of the season that like, it will be 10 goals. Yes. And now, and now stocks is like, you know, it's getting shipped aboard. Like, what's going on? Listen, listen, listen. You see, when you have investments in your portfolio, they take time to grow. Uh, sometimes, as Bloomberg has shown me, it's not to crash. <laughs> <laughs> just keep them, keep them well invested, and they will definitely. But bro, the the CEOs of Touchline Frackers are asking for return investment, like now, bro. Like it's I'm getting peak for us. Like I'm trying to appease the big men upstairs, and they're not having it. But don't worry, it will grow. It will grow. L, no, do you know what L, L came in the room like, don't look at me like I owe you anything. <laughs> <laughs> I see this everyone was looking at Sky Sports. <laughs> man, 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 bet at me, bro. Uh, now, there is all jokes aside. I think he need, he needed that man. He needed he needed to play regularly. Um, championships are unforgiving. League is bare tough. Bare tough. He needs that. He needs that. Yeah, he needs that hundred percent, fam. Hopefully, he can go and showcase his talents, get a few goals. If well, he, I think that injury, man, that injury it, just it, it was it, too peak. It, it was too big. Yeah. I think we're seeing the same thing with um, Hudson Odoi. Like he injured yeah, he's, he's taking time to come back. Confidence is not there. He's a young player. Um, hopefully, hopefully he gets a few goals. He's playing with um, the former under seventeen. Yan Dunder. He's playing Yan Dunder, former under seventeen England coach, former Liverpool 
<laughs> greatest Indian player of all time. <laughs> that's my, that's my boy. Hopefully, it's good for him, man. But yeah, yeah, no, I, I think he'll, I think he'll do well there. I mean, Swansea, they play fairly decent football. Um, having been there, obviously, with Danda, who's someone he's you know fairly close to from his youth team days, that'll help him settle in. They've still got some like decent players there as well. Players there as well. Um, so. Yeah, you know, hopefully he does bag. I mean, Ellis did say he scored ten goals. He didn't say which team he scored them for. So, I mean, no, nah, no, nah, he said ten goals for us still. I I remember the first, the first, the first postcard. He's like, nah, nah, nah. Ryan Bruce, like, you can definitely get ten goals for us, definitely. <laughs> Those were your words, Ellis. Um, <laughs> every time, every time Greenwood comes up as well, Ellis is like, oh Jesus. I, 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 listen, every time Greenwood scores, yeah, my head gets bare hot, bro. <laughs> <laughs> it Come should on, be me. <laughs> Peter, I'm not going to bother asking you who your impact player is simply because I know you're going to say Nabicata. So, <laughs> oh, you still there, bro? Yeah, yeah, no. So I'm going to say, I'm going to say Gomez because, like, I just think with that. The impact he's had since he's come in, especially with, I feel like with um, Lovren and Matip getting injured, he just had a confidence, OK, I can come to the team. I'm probably going to have my place for a couple, at least for a couple of games. Let me just get my head down and just, like, um, just perform. And I think that's really helped him. So I feel like for this end of the season, well, for this remaining of the season, I think he'll probably be a stand-up player. I just feel like if you're a striker, like, how do you actually score against two, like, Giants, two like incredible players like Gomez and Van Dijk. Like, what well, if you're they'll probably be faster than you, they'll be stronger than you. Like, they're not going to give you any change, like, they're not going to give you nothing. Like, I don't know, <laughs> it's just crazy. That partnership is, is definitely one for, the, one for the ages. I mean, they, I think it's crazy as well. The, Go- the Gomez thing that he's probably not going to play for England in the summer. Like, you, you dead know that Southgate's going to pick stones and uh, slam nah, it. He will. I, 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 def- I, def- I, I definitely, I definitely, I definitely feel like, especially if he's, if he's a mainstay at Liverpool, yeah, and he's won the Premier League, <laughs> yes. is, and and there's there's no denying, maybe Maguire, yeah, because he's eighty five million, he's uh, he's got that clout, bro, bro, but, bro, bro. There is pre- no deny, there is no denying well, that a Premier League, a Premier League, um, a Premier League winning centre back who's probably going to get twenty plus games, inshallah, hopefully, like, is is not going is not going to start for England. Come on, no, he's, no, he's I, the best centre back anyway. Fam, I'm prepping you. Yeah. I'm prepping you for stones to, stone stones to play over him, and Trippier's going to play over Trent. Play, stones doesn't play for Man City, so how can he play for England? It's England. Listen, if 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 they don't play for England, that's their loss in it. That's our game. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, I like don't want him getting injured, innit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. If Southgate had if Southgate had a strand of sense, he will play Gomez just because of the way he wants to play football. Yeah, and like. Anton said on a pod on Sunday, you can't leave Maguire at the back by himself because he's a truck. That guy is a scrub. You know what I'm saying? And scrub. he's going to get left. For me personally, I'll play, I'll play um, Gomez and Stones. Yeah, 100%. Those are two centre-backs that give you majority of what you want. So it will make more sense because Gomez, Gomez is head and shoulders above everyone. You call us bias if you want, but he's, he can play football. He's quick. He's strong. He can. He's even put a heading into his Arsenal now. I've seen him winning a few headers. So, yeah. And Gomez is the truth, bro. 
I agree. I agree. 100%. And I'm selfish because I don't like them playing for England anyway. I don't really give a shit. But for, 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 <laughs> no, for, me their, for, their, for their merits, they should, innit? Because obviously, they should be a full attacher. And I think, to be honest, you, Southgate knows Gomez, their best defender. But he's got principles. If you're playing for your club more regularly, then, then obviously, I think he picks you in. With Maguire, for instance, Maguire's transfer fees are, is, 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 is the reason why he starts as number one mainstay. He's not even he's not even the second best or the third best centre back for England. So Gomez will play for the Euros, and um, I think Trent will get in there as well. The season Trent's having, he'll stay anyway. So and England would be better for them, but I don't care if they play for England. I'll be honest, with you. I don't care. No, me, me neither. I, 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 I don't really care less unless if they play, but I'm just prepping you for the probability that that might happen. <laughs> I just, I just want to see them. At, to be honest, I, I want to see them at Euros. They were like international, to be fair, international friendlies and all them things there. Man don't care. Qualifications where you're playing fucking San Marino and then man, man don't care about that. But Euros where the world's watching. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I would want to see, I would want to see Gomez and Trent there. Trent should, should, Trent should be, actually, I don't know, because for England, he's a bit for Gazy. Like even against whoever the fuck they played last time, like it was a bit nuts for him. But Gomez definitely, man. I want him to. I want him to show his, his his talent to the on to the world stage, like just for his tournament. But qualifications and friendlies and that man don't care still. <laughs> um, so the run now we've got. Uh, I think the next the next two fixtures in particular. I think that'll be a real indicator of how the remainder of the season will go. So obviously Saturday we've got Spurs away, and then next Sunday. Well, the Sunday after that, we have um, Man United at home. I think we've got Wolves in that block of games as well, but I'm not too sure where that fixture sits. Um, so I think those two fixtures and how they're sitting are going to be a real indicator of how the rest of our season will go. And I think that will be the indicator of if we go unbeaten or not. Because I think Mourinho's going to do the whole thing where, I mean, he's even starting to crack now. You know when he does that thing where he turns up like a tramp and he doesn't shave and he just looks like a looks like a homeless guy who comes and cleans the windows on your car? Mourinho's peak. Mm. That guy throws his clothes at the throws his clothes at the Yeah, man. Mourinho's in Mourinho. Mourinho's on crud mode. You've seen it. He's not cut. Yeah. He's found no more suits. No more fresh trims. No, no. Like the beard is growing. He's on crud mode right now. When it comes to January, and he's and he's, and then you leave and then you leave and then you leave him stingy with the peas. Yeah, the the F sixty four that Mourinho's going to drop is going to be mental, fam. Mental. But I just know he's gonna he's gonna be motivated against us, bro. Just know that. 100%. 100%. 100%. There's nothing more Mourinho. that he would love yeah. than to end the streak. Oh, 100 percent Mourinho's gonna bro, come he's, with he's, the gilet. He's a party spoiler. He loves, he loves it, man. The party. Like, he loves it. He loves it. He's a good party, like yo. Like, right, what, can I can I take a bit? Can I take can I take that food out of the party? Like, he, he wants to spoil the party. Nah, nah. I think the more the more the more metaphors. video. He's that wash up older that turns up to youngest parties and just spoils it like. Hey, what, are you, what, are you what, what are you man drinking? Why are you man moving shook for? I've got him, man. Alive. Jose comes to the party, sees everyone having fun, and comes in and shoots the place up. That's that type of man he's on, you know. So, Jose is a 2006 Brixton gas gang. Bruv, he's, 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 he's the guy with the burner at the back of the car. Let it off, bruv. You know how it'd be when I got the Dr. Zeus on me. Um, <laughs> 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 so, 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 so from leading on from that, 
how important for is it for you guys now for us to go the remainder of the season unbeaten, breaking a hundred points, and getting that nice? Do you actually do you even get the gold trophy, or is that a myth, or is that something that's been made up? You you get the gold trophy, but when you hold, obviously, because when you hold the cup. We're not going to hold it on the last weekend of the league because obviously, like Liverpool, we're going to probably want it at Anfield, so it can be fucking special, so it can be a moment. Yeah. So we're not going to do that. But, um, and obviously, we can't get the golden trophy because we have one more game to go, so we won't get it on the day we hold it. But then after, they'll be presented with, um, like, you know, a couple months or weeks after. Okay. All right. Thank you for that, uh, for that one, Julian. Because I genuinely thought that was that was a myth that Arsenal fans have made up that there was a golden trophy. No, they got a gold trophy. No, they got one. <laughs> <laughs> Can never tell with these guys anymore, man. Um, so, for you guys, how important is that now being one of the aspects of our season? Um, obviously, with the game in hand that we've got moving forward and the points gap we've got from Leicester and City. That being a key objective, and you see the way that the, the team moves, you know, we've got a team of killers, we've got a team of savages out there. How important is that for you guys now for the remainder of the season? L, I'll go to I'll go to you to lead this one off for us, bro. Listen, if if we if we get if we finish this season yeah, unbeaten, block me. Everybody block me. <laughs> bro. So listen, call the call the police because I'm going to be a terrorist. <laughs> I, I would I would like to be a terrorist. A, a terrorist. <laughs> yeah, listen, because that's, listen, that's what I'm going to be when we go unbeaten. Listen, because I want Liverpool to go unbeaten because I will be unbearable. Oh, they thought they thought last June was bad. Oh my, <laughs> oh my God! Y'all ain't seen nothing yet. The y'all ain't seen nothing yet. They thought our six times was bad. Yeah, I was going to say, like, I don't think we should think about getting unbeaten. Like, the main thing is we, should, we need to get this Premier League wrapped up. When you start thinking, like, okay, like, yeah, money to go unbeaten, that's when you probably will get a bit beaten. Like, we should take it game by game. I know it's boring to say, a couple always says, we'll take it game by game. Okay, how can we beat this team? How can we win this game? And then we might go unbeaten. I agree, man. I make you right. But like, I've, wait, I've, when wait, you start you... thinking, when you start yeah. thinking, let's go and be in like that's that's not gonna work. So right, let's just wait. get the Premier League wrapped up and boom. If you get hundred points, I'm beaten. I'll be unbearable. Just know that now. But yeah, we'll no, just, we're like, gonna be unbearable regardless. When we win the Premier League, fam, we won the league, fam. I'm true, going true. to, fam. It's it's a wrap. Like it's done. Like you can't chat to me after that. What what can you say to me? I've seen my team do everything. Bro, in, and... my, in my private account, I've already got Champions League winner there. I'll have Champions League winner. And Premier League winner in my bio, bro. And you know, what, going there. And, and <laughs> you know what makes this? You know what will make win league even sweeter? They all watched it. Like we've all been active on Twitter. <laughs> you've all we've we you seen you seen vote. everything live vote <laughs> in front of your eyes. Like there's no denying it. You, you know what? Seen the, it. You know what the mad thing is as well. People are coming around to the concept of more than likely going to win the league. Yeah. yeah. And then they're coming up with the mad consp- the the one that's got me. And I think it came from a City fan, which is the ironic thing ever, saying that Liverpool are juicing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I'm like, my, I'm like, my man, you send your players to a guy in Spain they call the Butcher, and you're going to send them we're juicing. Why? Okay. Um, no, but I think it's important just for like, the club. Take it as a compliment. Yeah, that's it, man. I think yeah. it's important for the club as to like, just... 
maintain this type of level level of consistency because it, it hasn't been seen. Well, it has been seen before because of Man City, but that this this type of consistency is something that the, the well, how do I say? We're bar so high. We are the bar, and to get above us, you need to do so much work. And I think Liverpool should be applauded for it because Man City lifted up the bar to about a hundred points. Then the bar was still about at ninety eight points, and we matched them. And now we'll be well. We've overtaken them to to an extent, so I think this level of consistency won't be seen for another like twenty years so, if we can win it. I anyway. want to ask you guys. A, uh, I want to ask you guys a question. I was saying this to my friend at like, and I was saying what I would prefer. Would you guys prefer to be unbeaten and win the Premier League, or would you guys prefer to win the Premier League and Champions League and not be unbeaten? Win the Premier League and Champions League and not be and unbeaten. Not be unbeaten, yeah, definitely, man. That doubles. Absolutely. Are you mad? That will make us. Are you mad? I would, fam. Ah, fam. If you win both, if you win both of them, yeah. I Julian. Oh, oh brother. Oh, brother. Ah, mate. Fuck that unbeaten. What can you say to me? You know how dominance, cause you know how drunk all of us will be. We'll be in like some mad place, just screaming. Look at the strength. I like. I'll be on top of the line with that, bro. Oh. But yeah. I would love us to go. But I would love us to go and be in there. That would be fucking beautiful. Like to be honest, with the Champions League, yeah, I, I don't want to say I don't care because obviously I, I care of, about the Champions League. Like, yeah. If we get knocked out, I'll just, it will just be kind of like a oh man. But yeah. but the, that's if the, we got unbeaten, thing, it's that's, a lovely. That's the thing that you from the thing that you said earlier. Who do you see in Europe beating us though? Exactly. That's that's what I'm saying. Like it will be a disappointment. I'm like. Oh. It depends on when we get knocked out. If we get knocked out semi-finals, if I'll be like, all right, cool, like whatever in it, like yeah, we lost. It's a bit upsetting, but cool. But if you get knocked out in the final, I'll be obviously distraught. But if we win the league and go unbeaten and we don't even get to the final, I'll be like, you know what? This is the greatest. This is the greatest, fam. Because no one can ever chat to me. That's like a certain, is, yeah, a certain club in North great. London, like there's no chat that you can give to my club. Like you can't say anything. Like just bro, stay calm. In, in North London, where? Bro, bro, it'd be, like, it'd be like when Hogan came Barnett. over to uh, WCW. Barnett are good store. <laughs> Barnett are good. <laughs> I like them store. <laughs> I, I don't even look down that, that side of the table. Like that's that's a girl. Yeah, we're we're only interested in uh, who's at the top, not at the bottom. Uh, yeah, man. I think like that point of. I don't think there's many teams. I don't mm. think there's anyone in the world that would beat us. Our biggest like opponents would be us. Whereas, like, can we stay motivated? Can we stay like um, in the same level? Like, do we not like do we drop our levels? Like, it's our biggest like what's it called? I'd say problem would be us staying motivated and us like and maybe match fatigue as well. And would you would you get tired and like the match schedule and all that stuff? But like, in terms of other teams, we should beat. We'll beat them if we're fully fit and like it's spaced. Other games are like uh, what should I say? They're not like. It's not too jam packed. We don't have many injuries. We'll be we'll be any team, but it's just yeah. Our biggest problem will be us and staying concentrated and staying motivated. Not because we like we wouldn't be worried about any other team. I don't think the uh, I don't think the motivation will be a problem. In all honesty, I think he's kind of gotten to the point. He's got he's gotten to the point now where I think they're so focused on the goal and they're focused on taking it game by game and in certain blocks of games where they can. It's really interesting, obviously, when you see, you know, the, when the LFC account kind of posts up, these are the games that we've got in December. And you look at it and you're thinking, oh, probably not going to win all them. 
then you get to the end of December and you're like, oh, fucking hell, we've won all those games. They take it in those kind of blocks and they take it game on a game-by-game game basis thinking towards the end of, end of the road. And I think they're going to continue to keep doing that and it's, it's like you guys say, as long as we're on the ball and the performances don't dip, we could be seeing a Premier League points total that we haven't seen since the City one. I can't see us losing, man. Like, Honestly, apart from City, where I can take losing, like, generally can't see us losing a game. Like, Wolves, even. Like, I think we've got them enough to, to, to handle them, especially with our full team back and reinforcements. Mm-hmm. Um, Spurs tomorrow, um, Spurs um, on, the, in, on the weekend, like, yeah, they may cause us problems, but they've been looking absolutely shy. They look worse than they did about under Poch at the moment. And they don't have Harry Kane. So, even that game, still, um, I'm pretty confident. So, yeah, man, I, I I can't see us losing. Honestly, that like, I, I honestly think go, uh, going unbeaten is very possible. But again, will we do it? I I personally don't think so because of laws of averages. Yeah, no, I think that's a I think that's a fair point. I think the one game I want to win most, <laughs> kind of from now to the end of the season, is that fucking Villa game, just because the way that they behaved in that Carabao Cup. We gotta let the uh, get, let the grown ups uh, fight back for the kids on that one. I want like a. <laughs> I want like a 6-0 batter in. We, we were taking the dad back to the school and the dad saying like who, who picked up my kid? <laughs> <laughs> it's how it's got to be man it's, it's how it's got to be um, and I want to beat my United personally because that scratch on our record like, it's, just, it's not even like you don't even get that little scratch on your, on your new car and you're like oh, fuck. it still looks nice the car still looks nice but that little draw like, it does irritate me a little bit so we just got to we got to pound them when they come to Anfield yeah, that's pissing me off. That Man United, um, that 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 record, just not beating them. It it pisses me off. I think Anfield would deal with them, but I said that last year we didn't. But uh, well, we did actually, Shakiri. So, um, but with um, Saturday coming in mind with Jose, he's gonna do the same shit again. He's gonna make try to make Spurs that way as well. I'm really thinking they're gonna try and make Spurs that way. But um, I think in terms of um, us beating United, I think that would just seal the um, the ice on the cake. I've got a lot of Man United fans that are talking like, now, nah, but you can't beat us. You can't do that shit what you do to us on a regular basis. We take more points off you, blah, 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 whatever. Um, and also, in, in the question that Christian was saying about what you prefer, going unbeaten is going to be an achievement in itself and we'll go down as one of the best teams ever to win the Premier if we do it in the style that we do it. And if we beat the 100 points as well um, and so shut up these you know you know what fans I'm talking about that always just hang on to that invincible shit yeah it will shut them up completely so <laughs> we do, and, and, that, and that cause that, that's what they hang on to and, and it's annoying me like, hanging by you know I mean? and it's annoying <laughs> me it's annoying me but at the same time it's not all BM so it's the main focus and I think Peter said game by game that's all we need to do game by game man that's it game by game and it sounds boring, but I actually believe in that philosophy now. Game by game. Game by game. Boy, if we do that invincible shit, there can be a lot of people checking into rehab, you know. Can you imagine <laughs> doing that and retaining the Champions League? Good Lord! Jesus. Good Lord. <laughs> it's it's, it's going to be mad. If we do all three, I'm go, I have to, I have to go into rehab because the, the man I'm going to overdose <laughs> on the drug would be crazy, <laughs> I, I, I think I'll be... Fam, the moment we, we lift up Champions League and go and be in, I think... I'll just have an epileptic like shot cars car fam. That'll be a mad thing. But 
But again, I share the sentiments of Glam and Peter. Like, yeah, game by game. Like, I'm not going to be disappointed if we lose. Like, I feel like it's coming. I'm just expecting it. But if we don't, so added bonus, and I would just love it, man. No, I think that's a, I think that's a very fair point. Um, do you, do you guys want to preview? Um, do a little bit of a preview for Saturday, or should we kind of move on to the uh, listener questions? Yeah, let me move on to listeners' questions, man. Let's go straight. Yeah, let's unless, go unless you guys want to still talk about Spurs, because we kind of know what's going to no, happen. There's not much to talk. Not much to talk. Listener questions. Uh, anything else you want to cover in terms of the remainder of the season? I feel like we've covered pretty much everything. I think the only thing we could really go into more depth about is uh, how much do you would you like to win the FA Cup as well? I think for me, yeah, I don't know, it's a bit of a weird one for me. I've I kind of always, I'm not one of these like Brexiteers that kind of go, oh yeah, the fucking FA Cup, mate. you got to fucking uh, respect it. <laughs> You've got to respect it. You've got to play a full-strength team and all that shit. I think it's it's a it's a nice competition. It's, you know, it's a competition with history and it's a nice one to win. Um, I want to I go, I want to go final with FA Cup. I, I, I just, you know what it is? I like the end of May, the Saturday, where everyone's watching the final. I still lo- I still like that. Yeah. I still love it. So I love to be in that at the same time. But it's not obviously high on the list. But at the same time I don't like losers, so therefore I don't like going on rounds. So I wouldn't mind the FA Cup run. You know what I mean? This we always get we always get knocked out, I'll be honest with you. Like, you know what I mean? The walls yeah, over the years. Early, yeah, man. yeah, the walls over the years, like, we always get knocked out. And it's it's too bit, early, man. I wanna yeah. get far at least. Do you know exactly. Exactly. I, I, I've got this thing I want to get a little bit. I like the FA Cup, isn't it? I just think the FA need to put more money into it. I, don't, I think they're doing it a disservice. They haven't gone with the times. Yeah, 100%. I, I, think, I think the FA are taking a mick out of the cup more than the clubs are because it's, yeah. not, it's not really worth the club's times. You know, club's time, if you look you at scrap, it. Scrap, scrap the replay. All that yeah, scrap the replay. Put more money in it. Make it a lucrative competition. Make it... Put prestige back in it because now prestige is... Yeah. Because teams will rather get top four than the FA Cup, but you want to win a trophy like that, obviously. But I'm saying the FA need to like put more money into it. So I'll like, I'll like the club to go far. Maybe if a big team wins it, or big teams get to the final, there'll be a bit more prestige in it. Maybe, I don't know. I mean, but, it's, yeah. it's statistically proven that whenever Liverpool are on TV, ratings go up. So, so boy, there we go then, isn't it? Hey, listen. What box office? What the fam, man. Hey, we're the champions of the world. And again, FA Cup is another competition. We get to wear the drippy, drippy gold badge because the Premier League. Oh, is no, 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 drippy. <laughs> oh, no, no, drippy. <laughs> the Premier League is some Premier I League is some badge. big, big haters. You know, not only letting us yeah, wear that badge. Just hating us, man. But for but me, with F- for me with for me with the FA Cup. Sorry, sorry to interrupt, but for me with the FA Cup, um, yeah, it just depends on how far we get. If we get to like the quarterfinals, that's when I'll be like, ooh. Like, yeah, let's try to go for it. And even if we get knocked out, like, be like, whatever. Like, but as soon as we touch Wembley, I'll, I'll, I'll probably get that vibe, like, yeah, I want to win it. I'll probably be a bit, not disheartened, but a bit, like, uh, like a bit, you know, pissed off if we lose um, at Wembley. Because the last time we went to Wembley and we lost against Aston Villa, I was distraught. That was crazy. Bro, that, this, certain people have got blood on their hands for that game. Blood. Oh, my God. That was crazy, fam. And you know, uh, you know who kind of spun oh. us in that game as well? Grealish. Grealish. <laughs> Grealish. Grealish and Brazy. Grealish and Benteke. And it wasn't even a, like a fully fit Benteke either. So, man. Yeah. I would say with the FA Cup, though, obviously, I think we've got Shrewsbury or Bristol in the next round. I would say the youngsters do deserve to have another game because that performance against Everton was sensational. So, no, nah, not all of them. Go, like, no, yeah. no, 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 no. Not all of them. Like, some of them... Like, 
No, Some of them look, no, I can't lie. Bear of them look needy. Minnow will come back in. You think so? Bear of them look needy. I'm not going to lie. The only ones that probably deserve to start. And, but I'm not saying, and this I'm not is, saying I, youngsters from the Carabao Cup. I'm saying the youngsters that fight against Everton. Yeah, I know. I know I know what you're saying. Yeah. I bet them look meaty. Like, I personally... Uh, I personally... Look, me looks meaty, then. Right, um, actually, you know what? You know, you know I'm at it. I can't even remember who was playing like that. So let me get... Let me, let me the get... Only, the only... The one I look... Okay, the right-backs look meaty. The centre-backs looked... What, Lisa Williams? I thought Lisa the, Williams looked good. Nah, nah. Them man didn't look good. Ah, they look good. What are you talking nah. about? Nathan yeah. Phillips... I said Nico Williams looks good. Uh, Nico Williams, Nat, Nat Phillips, yeah, Nat Phillips is a, is a bit meaty, yeah. Yeah, he yeah, was yeah, meaty. Yeah. He, he, he's, I, I personally still think Chivarella. I personally still think Chivarella is meaty for for our midfield. Yeah, I think but so. That's me. I think so. But think maybe so. cut. And Harvey Elliott definitely shouldn't be starting in this game. I think Shakiri definitely should be coming into FA Cup. FA Cup, and you're telling me when we have Shakiri on the bench, he can't start. We have to rotate, man. I made you right. No, but the thing is that the youth that played against Everton should get another chance. To be fair, man, I don't. That's what if, I'm saying. Like, mix, oh, they should get minutes for that good performance. Yeah, they man. should get minutes, absolutely. But nah, not 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 full games. Nah, man, they need they need games. Well, me, me personally, I would say obviously Adrian will come in, Nico Williams, and then maybe obviously hopefully Matip Lover on the back, and then put Milner back in, and but Jones. Harvey Elliott do deserve to start that performance yeah, again, them, yeah, 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 yeah definitely I think Nico Williams but obviously bring me all the best yeah. and bring no, I know yeah listeners questions listeners qu- listeners questions let me uh, load them back up because I was uh, I was in, I was enjoying that little bit of a uh, debate there what do you think I don't know what do you think Dan <laughs> me or Glam both uh, what, no, what do you think yeah both what do you think um I think the kids played played fairly well um I think, uh, sorry, I think uh, Julian raised some good points about some of them looking a bit, you know, looking a bit crap. I don't think Chirivella will probably be here for the next game. I think he'll probably go out on loan to like championship size or something. Um, depends on if love one of Lovren or Matip are fit. I think one of those will walk back in. Um, and sorry to be harsh, yeah. I'll let you carry on after, but let me be a bit harsh. I personally don't think Curtis Jones was that great up until he scored. Maybe it's I just agree. me. I, I don't agree. think he was that great up until he scored. Like well, agree, the goal was like, amazing. Yeah, but I said it should I don't take think him he off. was. Yeah, I, I don't think he was. Yeah, this kid should start the next game. If he didn't score, then where the the, the yeah, performance yeah, would look crazy. Yeah. yeah, I even put in a group. He looked quiet, and then he goes and bangs, and I saw the holy permitter. I said, "Let me shut up and just go into the bush." It <laughs> <laughs> looks a bit crazy, but yeah, go on, Chris. No, I just took him off. I just took him off for Ox a little bit earlier, you know, as well, because um, he was yeah. a bit, he was a bit quiet. He didn't look lost. He just didn't look like he was. He, he looked like the attack. Yeah, yeah. he looked yeah. Like the attack was passing him by, and it's yeah. a bit of a weird one. But I think when you yeah. score a goal like that, you kind of put yourself in line to start the next start the next one. FA Cup especially. Yeah, and if it is, he's, British, he's got that match winning ability. That's what I like. He's got yeah. that like okay. Can I take can I take the role responsibility of winning this game? I think he's captain of the, um, the reserves, and I think that that, that shows. Yeah, definitely. His, his performances in that his UEFA youth youth league that um, under twenty three is one that they do. He's been playing really well in that. Um, yeah. But I think back to the point that Junior made as well. I think when Shakiri's fit, you you do have to play him in that. So whether that means a bit of a formation yeah. a bit of a formation change, so you do it to a four two three one. Yeah. You do something like that. Play Origi as a sole number nine, which would be quite nice to see and be good for him. Uh, maybe. Yeah. Play. Why did you never do that though? 
He never plays a really good pop. I don't know why. I know, I know. Essentially, so effective. So effective, essentially, man. You could so you could do that. You could drop Minamino in as a ten. Um, uh, can Harvey Elliott play left wing or is he just too right sided? So you've you got you got an opportunity there to do something. Two stuff off one of that, but yeah. um, yeah, I thought I thought Neko Williams played really well. I thought I think I, p- I posted that in the group yesterday. Whether if if Larucci, you know, if you'd be okay with Larucci being a bit of a backup from now to the end of the season, he still looked really raw. And I agree with the points that L made that you know he looked a little bit uncomfortable. There was sometimes when he was. Sense. There was some. Sense. Oh yeah. god, yeah, yeah. There's... The first, the first, the first half was getting caught out a bit. So. When he was when he was bombing up forward. He was like the highest. He was like the highest attacker, and he was like, "Oh shit, I've got to get back now." So, uh, <laughs> Luigi looked pants. Oh my god! That, that <laughs> is... no, 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 no. I'm, I'm, I'm harsh on these youths, yeah. But they, they, they look, they, they, they look. You know what it is? I see other youths for other clubs, and then I see our ones. I'm like, you might not, you might not all right. Nah, nah, nah. You know what it is? You might not all right. There's um. Like Haruzi, even to be a um, a centre mid, whether we believe or not, I don't know. So a lot of the players are not in their key positions, but he, he done all right, man. He wasn't pants. Obviously, yeah, he, 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 he looked raw. He looked like position of the pad, but he wasn't pants. Yeah, I know he's only seventeen. He's not playing. Yeah, man. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm saying like not, none of them look like. Oh yeah, like you look, you look sick. Even like yeah, Rooster, you, is, I don't boy, want to talk boy, about that Rooster you again, but boy. I was looking yeah. at him when he, when he started again. I was thinking, boy, you are. Yeah, I don't think we've got this gang, man, youngster. I don't think we've got any like mad youngsters. We haven't got yeah, but the thing is, I like Harvey Elliott, though. Harvey Elliott's wavy. No, I think Harvey Elliott. Yeah, Elliot he's, he's wavy. He's wavy. Yeah. I'm having him. But we but, say that, but let's let's you know look what? around. Well, let's look around at the other youths that's in the league. You know, we look at Man United youths. Yeah, they look good, but fam, they're getting chances to play because their team is pants, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, you know what I'm saying? That yeah. who, who else? Let's look at Arsenal. Arsenal youths are pants as well. Yeah. We talk about Rus Nelson and that, man. Um, no, Jesus. Martinelli's look pretty, pretty good. So hey. I think Saka's pretty hey, good. Ma- Ketia's pretty good. Ma- ma- yeah, but, um, ma- yeah, but Martinelli... Their man can't get into our team. That's how bad it is. Yeah, but Martinelli- Martinelli's not an Arsenal Academy player, if that makes sense. Yeah, I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 yeah true. Saka, where? Who else? Uh, Ketia, he's uh, good. Well, fam. He, he shoots. He shoots fam, for these. He's, he's no, nah, but he's long just got caught, caught short. Yeah, because he's, cause he's a shooter. But he's long got caught short. They said, oh, he's it's all right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. I thought Arsenal like, called him back. I don't know, but either way, he's not there no more. Now, you Chelsea... might, you, you might know more about Niketia than me. I kind of get like a, a Benekophobi 2.0 vibes from him. I just hope yeah. not. Maybe, yeah. He's that kind of player. Tuba Akpom and them. Um, who else? Tottenham. But you know what it is? These guys, they're in different circumstances. They're not out here fighting. Well, not fighting. They're not out here for, like, champions. We're undefeated. Like, how can these... That's how what I'm saying. We can't the level, the level's too much. It's just the level's high, bro. I think sometimes we're... Like, Jones, yeah. Jones would get minutes under these teams. Jones would definitely 100%. get minutes. All of them will get minutes. All of them. If this was the crap Liverpool team from 14-15... When ah, you know, you know when fun. when I was getting minutes in that Curtis Jones would be getting minutes in that time. Uh, yeah, you know what I mean? Right. I think sometimes we uh, at Liverpool we expect a lot from these youngsters. No, we don't. They just don't look great. No, I think we do. Like, I, don't, I don't. I don't expect a lot from them. Yeah. I, like 
in all the games, I, probably, I personally expected them to lose. I, I, I expected them to lose against Arsenal. I expected them to lose against Aston Villa. And not to lose against Everton, but I expected it for, it, for it to be a sticky game. And they surprised me with that because Ever, it was more Everton being shit than, than what's it called, than them being absolutely great. Even though I do feel like they stepped up and performed very, very well. But I don't expect a lot from these youths. They, they're kids. Like, and, the, and also, what I would say, Klopp never puts them in the best positions. Ever. He lets them. He's like, he'll be like, yeah, fuck it. I can't lie. I'm not on this. I'm not on this. I'm not on using this competition still. So I can't lie. You man, yeah, do your thing. And somehow they sometimes do well. Like you don't like bread them in in like a league game for them to get 20 minutes. Which is, let's criticize Cup for a little bit. You don't bread them into the league to yeah, get like. Fam, why would you bread them? No, into I'm saying, the... I, and that's what I'm saying. That's why I have. That, and that's why I have no issue with them. I, like they're dead to me. But I have no issue with it. Fam, you see. The, 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 Let's let's find some balance, Julian. Let's find balance. Yeah. I'm playing about, man. They're not dead, but they're not like I'm not like raw, like yeah, yeah. yeah this I, one I, should I, be starting. I'm joking about Julian, saying they're dead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the thing is, we yeah, want his words. His words. Yeah, no, yeah, I get it. Yeah. Some harsh words, innit? We want we want star because we're looking at star boys, innit? Yeah. So we're looking at. I get what you're saying. Yeah, we're looking at all the. No, 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 no. I'm not even saying them back. I'm just saying like from fam. I've seen Seth. I've seen Rooney. Come on, fam. I've seen... <laughs> I've seen yeah, and, and when, and when their man got their 20 minutes... Yeah, when their man got their 20 minutes, they got their 20 minutes in it. And I haven't seen a 20 minutes on where I've been like... Yeah, but rah. Rooney was in a position where he was knocking on Moise's door and saying, I'm playing. Because he was that... He was that good. And Everton was shit. And of course, and of, and of course I'm joking about, but yeah, but you, you get what I mean. Like, no, no, I, I, I get what you mean. No I one's think... a standout to me. Yeah, but fine, I, I get what fine. you mean. It's tough though, bro. It's tough though. How can, to be a standout on the level that we're playing for, we, we, we were smacking up teams like Barcelona 4 0 with Suarez, Coutinho, and Messi in it, yeah? And to be a standout to get into our team, bro, yeah. the levels are too uh, high. Oh, don't get too I'm, I'm, I'm not expecting that. I'm not, I'm them, not expecting them to stand out. Were saying our plans. Them kids they're saying about, they're walking to the Norwich's teams, they're playing for the Palace. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Do you know what I mean? So we've got to... I hear what you're saying, but we've got to, like... You know what I mean? We've got to... We hear what you're saying for real, though. Like, they're not... They're not, obviously... They're not mad talented yeah, players. Yeah, exactly. They're players that they're going to grow into it, and that's what we want, innit? Yeah. We don't want, to, we don't want like, a 17-year-old who's just so sick, and we have to play him, but then we can't play him. Yeah. Because our team is just so sick, innit? But you want players like your LaRucci's, your Harvey Elias, Jones. They're, they're, they're good good talents who are going to like progress at a, uh, a steady level and that's what you really want in it so then they, they can fill out a bit more they can understand what they need to do um, to, even though Everton are shit but to, to play at that kind of level and the way they were bopping them Everton didn't have a shot on goal you know in the second you know, half do you know it is with our youngsters it just, it just it's, it's just time will tell what Klopp has what Klopp has to do because Klopp has been here a while and I that, actually, I'm chatting shit, but Trent is one example where I'm straight from the academy. But I'm yet to see Klopp use one player and have a long-term plan with him. I think with he like can, a young. You know what? I think he, I think he can count Gomez in the young player conversation. No, nah, Gomez was bought. Gomez was bought for three point five mil by Brendan Rodgers, and we knew he was going to play from time. Yeah, but in terms so of the case he, of him growing, I think in terms of him being a centre back, we don't know if he would have got that opportunity under Brendan and then whatnot. But. I definitely. No, no, from early we knew. It was a, from early it was a thing where Klopp was like, Yeah, I want to play Gomez. He's definitely said Gomez is in our future. I remember he came back wham. And then Klopp was like, he's not playing right now because he needs to lean up, but he's definitely part of our future. And he just kept getting injured. Klopp has said from early, like, yeah. Like, it was, but then can't you add, but then can't you attribute the development towards Klopp then? 
No, 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 no. But I'm, mm. but I'm saying someone from the academy. Gomez was bought. So then there was probably some Liverpool higher-ups that were telling him, yo, this kid, we bought him for a reason. Boom, boom, boom. This is the platform. And because Rodgers, he left quite early into Rodgers' tenure, it was a bit easier to be like, oh, yeah, he, he's a kid that can play. Let's see what we can do because you just bought him as soon as I got here. And as you can tell with Klopp, with players that they bought from that season, he gave everyone a try. So with Gomez, he's not going to be like, rah, you're 18 and you're not playing games. So boom, let me just get, um, send you out alone. He was like, no, you're, you're a good player. We're going to keep you in. He just kept getting injured. I feel like Gomez would have been introduced into the squad much earlier if he just didn't get injured. But with the academy players, I'm saying, like, even with, for example, Grucic, he bought him. I haven't seen him in time. But then again, I, yeah, mid, midfield, being in midfield is a bit different. Being a bit part playing, being a bit part centre-back and then growing into uh, a starting centre-back is a bit different from a midfielder so I understand that yeah. but Vucic for example I would like to see his I would like to see what he does with him that's what I'm judging his I think, development on, on if, I think I think he comes anything. back and be a rotational player next season I, I think we'll definitely see the developments he's made in his game because you know when he was making those cameo appearances and he was just looking like he was going to get sent off for like every 10 minutes yeah going, going from that wild player to someone who you know he's got a lot, lot more ball retention now and he's actually showing himself as more of an attacking threat which you know he was when he was at Belgrade um, and then man but no, that is a good point though in terms of you know you do want to see more players from the academy get bedded in but I think when he's yeah, not, not I'm not just flat thrown in when Klopp can't like Klopp has something more important to do like concentrate on the Champions League or the league yeah, like like bred them in some games. I like to see them. Like I like, for example, Curtis Jones coming coming at Bournemouth. He looked good. Like stuff like that. I would like yeah. to see that more often. Yeah, if we wrap up the league, we will see that. I think we'll see a lot of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hope so. I hope so. Yeah, I just think right now we're in a position where we can't. We can, but we, we don't. can't afford to. Yeah, hundred yeah, yeah. percent. Right and it's definitely been it's definitely been skewed as well because obviously Chelsea with the transfer ban. You're seeing Reese James, you're seeing Tamori, you're seeing. So I'm saying, yeah. See, I, I, but, yeah. But to be honest, even with the transfer ban, I definitely thought that was in that was Chelsea's plan. Never, ever, never, nah, never, never, never. So you, so you don't wait, wait. So you, bro, so they sent, bro, they sent them to so, board, they sent them to boarding school. No, I'm just saying. So you, don't, <laughs> so you don't think after Conte, when Chelsea went in for Lampard and they saw what he done at Derby, and he even said at Derby, I, I know these young players such as Mount and a couple young players that he got on loan, and they saw that philosophy and they saw their academy as well with. Also, um, you know, Chelsea fans are playing pressure for Loftus Cheek and Ch- and Hudson Odoi to start. So you lot don't think. So you lot don't think that um, maybe Chelsea appointed Lampard with that in mind. Nah, man. But maybe you no, know, they did because nope. of the transfer ban. No, nope. because of the transfer ban. But I don't think. I don't think if they didn't have the transfer ban, fam, don't forget they bought um, Pulisic for like sixty million. But um, they're already to like when they have the Hud- when you've got Hudson Odoi at home. And, and you're still buying Pulisic, so I don't. I think they well, just lads, lads. and if they spend this is the, this is the Liverpool podcast still. So no, that's a good yeah, point. Yeah. I think it's a bit systematic, systematic of the problem we've got in the Premier League in terms of. I mean, this is something you know, one for the main pod maybe, uh, kind of um, topic wise, but it's a problem. Yeah, that... we, we haven't even got to listen to questions yet. We've been we've been for time. <laughs> um. Yeah, obviously, you know, with, with the swell of talent the kids have got in the academy, and uh, I will say with, with <laughs> like it seems like London academies produce the most of talent. Like even with us, we got most of our talent from London. If you see like Sterling, Brewster, Harvey, we all nick them from London academies. So, yeah. so that was a uh, bit of a long-winded conversation there about the state of academies in UK football, but um, but yeah, uh, that's one for the main part to discuss. Really, it'd be good to get everyone's uh, opinion on that as well. 
Um, but yeah, but going back into the list of questions while we've still got some time, uh, this one's from a uh, friend of the pod, David. Um, are people going to apologise for their Hendo and Genie slander earlier in the season? I, I apologise for for Wijnaldum, but Henderson... Henderson, to be honest, I didn't slander him. I always say at the start of the season, if he's able to um, replicate that um, that Southampton game, most times, just that positive energy always be running about, then I'm on it. And then Glam told me I was like, this is worn off and like, he's, he's not on it. But I always yeah, liked Henderson yeah. from the start of the season. But when you're them, I will apologise because I feel like he's been put into a role and a system where he has a specific job, which is not to be the main goal for it, even though I still feel like he can be a bit more, you know, convincing with his, um, when he's in the box and when he has those chances, I will, I will apologise for the slander that I've given him. Um, because yeah, he's doing his job like amazingly at a world class level to the point now I'm even shook that he was kind of leaving and there was speculations about him leaving. So congratulations to him, man. I'm not apologising for nothing, man. I was going to say, you know, I was going to say for a part that doesn't apologise, it's showing a bit of growth there. <laughs> nah, man. Do you know what it is? Because you know if you play well, you get your just rewards in it. Yeah. And at the start of the season, it was just about Henderson wasn't playing well, and we said he wasn't playing well. You know, even when he wasn't playing well. People kind of over the top, but yeah, he wasn't playing well. Genie wasn't. Um, Genie was. Genie was playing well, but he just didn't do much in games. Like there was games where he touched the ball like twenty times. Come on, man, you're gonna you're gonna get you're gonna get scrutinized if you're on a team that's dominated. Like, they need you on the ball more. They've they've kicked him to get, and they're now starting to play well, man. But yo, man, stop telling us to apologize, Peter. <laughs> yeah, Peter. Um... What do you think? What do you think, though, Peter? Do you think about? Uh, do you think we should apologise for a little bit of the uh, junior Hendo slander? I think it, it was justified in the moment because of how not not tim yeah actually timid is probably the right word, especially with junior uh, you know, how they were with the creativity, you know, not making the late runs into the box. Do you think we should apologise for the, the words we said earlier in the season? And also, my add before you start, like we also. So did feel like it was um, some rotation was needed because Cater and Ox found himself on the bench many times, and mm-hmm. we wasn't well. You might disagree, Peter, but we, as in general, thought that we wasn't performing very well. It was was a, a lot less creative, and it was down to our midfield. And even when there was time for a change, it was Mulder coming in. So, what do you think about that? Do you feel like um, though at the time, because as Chris just said, um, you know, it was in the moment. You feel at, in that moment where you know those games where we didn't play so well wasn't as creative, but we're still grinding out results that we were justified in our slander or not? Um, I think it's a tough one because like with Henderson and Genie, they're just they've got a lot of like work to do in that midfield. They've obviously been instructed by Klopp to play a certain way, so like obviously they've got to cover the fullbacks, they've got to sustain their attacks, they've got to, like constantly just fill in the gaps and just. Yeah, so it's tough, but I hear, I definitely hear what you're saying. Like, we wasn't as creative, and we just like, it looked like we relied on the front three a lot to just for goals and just for creativity and just stuff like that. But I think if Kater and Chamberlain were like completely fit, we would have played them. But obviously, I don't think Klopp trusted them to put them in at that time. Like even now, like he puts Kater and Chamberlain in quite a lot. Well, when they were fit, he puts them in quite a lot. So I feel like they weren't ready at the beginning, especially at the beginning of the season. They weren't ready to be thrusted into the team yet. So. I think that's why they weren't in the team. I don't. I don't. It's not. It's a. It's a tough one because obviously we wasn't playing that well at the beginning of the season. But I guess who, no one really was because at the beginning of the season you've got to still like you're still not finding your feet, but you're still like fine tuning the team. You're still like we're all winning. So yeah, no, I, I don't think so, man. You guys are good in my books. Glam, yourself. 
Yeah, but um, I would say, yeah, I won't, I won't apologize regarding Henderson. But I will say, though, I gave him a lot of stick. So, um, in that in that sense, giving him a lot of stick, um, I would say I was probably a bit harsh in terms of, obviously, you know, well, I, I still don't think he should be in the first team, but he's doing well. He's doing a job. And I think, obviously, we're playing well as well. So, in that sense, you know, like, all right, well done, Henderson. But it's a well done. You're fresh your football player. You're captain of the team. You, play, you get 100 and something K a week. So, doing your job and playing well is expected. Um, and he is playing well, so he gets no um, chance from me. Um, I do think Wijnaldum would play even if Kater and Ops were available. Um, just to the fact that Wijnaldum is important in terms of his energy. He's a, he's, a, he's, a, he's a fit guy, a really fit guy. He breaks up play. And, you know, I think he's important, personally. You know, I've noticed since Wijnaldum's come in, he's barely been injured. Yeah, that's a very, yeah. that's a, that's a good point. I've I've not like since he's actually come in seventeen eighteen. I've I've not remember a time where I thought like where's Mignardum? Like he's always either been on the bench or rested or maybe had a had maybe the one, missed the one or two even not. But I'm I'm really like I'm really appreciating like the fact that what he does to allow our fullbacks go forward. Like he's such I, a I think he's only missed player. like two Premier League games this this campaign actually. Yeah. Think, yeah, and I think they were due to him just being exhausted as well. Yeah, like he probably played in played in the Champions League and I thought, yeah, just have a rest for this weekend. So I, I'm, yeah, man, credit to these guys, man, professionals. It's a good good point made here by in, in the replies to to that listener question by a, a supporter of the pod, Damien, uh, saying that Hendo wasn't particularly great until one of Kater and Ox came into the side in kind of that December period. Um, you know, he is in good form now, and that should be noted and celebrated. But let's not try to recreate history, which I think is actually you know fairly good point to actually summarise that up. Um, Moving on, as these tweets are refusing to load. Um, so I think this, this, this is actually a pretty good question, but I, I do want to kind of caveat that with um, David Ornstein, you bastard, trying to say that Widge wants to leave on a free when his contract runs down. You know, when he comes out earlier today that, you know, he's really happy at the club and he's not looking to leave. But uh, this question from Daps uh, is, if Widge is sold in the summer, doubt, doubt he will be, who is your ideal replacement? Would you like to see more Minister Marco Gruwich? Or would you like a new buy? If so, who do you think that would be? Also, if, when we win the league, how are you, how are you celebrating? Well, I think we've all kind of answered that last question by saying that we're going to be absolutely off our tits and hang off a live bird. So, <laughs> <Yeah>. uh, <laughs> so kind of going on to the, um, if we, you know, kind of leading off that, that piece from Ornstein earlier in the week uh, about Wijnaldum. If he is sold... I think a few more minutes for Gruyich would be good, but who would you like to see come into the team? Uh, who would you like to see us buy? Me, I might be, I might be, a, I might be just you know, a, a, probably a top red or a red snag. But I personally just have too much faith in this team to want to go out and buy, especially in the midfield position. I feel like, <clears throat> I feel like if, if for example, Gruyich is um, Gruyich is implemented into the team, he can be deployed as a number four. Milner signed a new contract. I actually feel like Henderson. Um, Keita and Ox is enough is enough centre midfielders to not warrant wanting to spend more money on another midfielder I personally would rather spend those money on fullback options and another striker instead of another centre mid because I don't feel like we're lacking you know we're in dire need of a creative midfielder especially with Keita and Ox there if they can just stay fucking fit so yeah that's my answer yeah I think I, well I'll go against what Julian said um 
if we was to sell for Genie, I would like us to get a a creative number eight. Somebody who's going to, you know, play in between the lines, link up the midfielder and the striker. That's why I, like. I think, well, like, someone like, um, what's that French boy at, Leon? Uh, oh, Hassim, Hassim, oh, or whatever. Yeah, yeah someone like that. Someone, someone with a bit of flair. Or Grealish. <laughs> I know, <laughs> Joe, I know Joe, Joe, Joe just heard that and somewhere he's like, something bad just happened. Um, what, about, what about Todd Flatwell, man? Come on. Nah, My guy. Todd, Todd Flatwell. Oh, Todd, you can't get Todd Catwell. you got Curtis Jones there, man. You can't get Todd Catwell. True. True. There's Jones at home. Uh, Peter, about yourself. Uh, I would say obviously Genie's not going nowhere. I think we need to keep Genie. Like when we when we win this Premier League, we need to keep like the obviously the we will keep the span of the squad. These are Premier League winners that we need to keep in the squad. Especially like he looks like he's part of like the squad dynamic. Whereas like he's obviously he's good friends with Van Dyke. He looks really close like in the squad. We need to keep that in the squad. You don't want to upset like other people. So I think we should keep him. And obviously he's, he's a Billy as well. Like he works hard in the field. We should keep him. And yeah, I don't think I don't think we're gonna that midfield. I think the midfield is a massive one. Just but yeah, I like I agree. I think we should spend more on fullback options and another forward. No, I agree. Glam. Um, yeah, I'm gonna say um, I think Grigic. In terms of Grigic, um, I want to see him get a chance. But if we're gonna buy someone, I don't want to go out and buy someone where we spend a lot of money, where they're in and out of the team, a waste of money. So I'll go for someone like Decore. Um, he, 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 he's, he's an engine he can win the ball and I think you've got potential to be a good squad player for us yeah that was a weird one it's like... do you, do you know... sorry, go sorry do you know what I just remembered we just bought Minamino another creative midfielder like, yeah, yeah exactly we're alright I just remembered like, we're, we're, we're perfectly fine <laughs> I think uh, for me for me personally if we're looking for someone to kind of uh, I mean, uh, I think the thing, the thing that's lost, the thing that's lost on uh, everyone, especially when it comes to Genie, is that when we signed him, he was, you know, you know he was a front three player essentially, um, and we've kind of reinvented him to play more as a as a number. I don't know what you could, what you'd even call this position anymore. Um, such a kind of like dynamic mid- midfielder. Um, I think if if he did leave, and I don't think he will, uh, the player I'd like like for us to get in to kind of cover his position would be uh, Donny Van der Beek from Ajax. Um, I think he's just a he's just a top top player. Um, gets decent goals and a decent number of assists from from midfield, and he's he's work weights there as well. Which that's is a the, shout, that's, a, that's a good shout. That which is a oh fantastic. Uh, which is if yeah, it, man, a top player. I think, the, I think the work ethic is such a um, such a key thing, especially when it comes to comes to this team yeah. with, with the shift you got to do in this midfield. As, as dynamic as it is. Yeah, intensity, man. It's the intensity that you got to yeah. keep up with. I think we need to be careful with signings as well. They need to match the profile of the team. Yeah. So, Kendall, like, have you got the work ethic? Have you like? Um, can you? Yeah. Can you? Um, are you good technically? Like, are you like? We work. We run around. Will you like? Are you going to fit with the squad? Like, we can't just be signing anyone. Like, even like obviously with May United, you can tell they just sign like players and chuck them in this, chuck them there. Did they actually fit the profile of the club first before we buy them? Def- that's 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 spot on. Um, you know. He's also thinking about your individual stats, but also putting the team above them as well, uh, just for the cause of the greater good. Um, I think last question that we've got is uh, from Certified Ty. Um, <laughs> this, this will be quite a fun one. Um, do Liverpool flops of the decade, please? So, everyone come prepared with your Liverpool flop of the decade. Uh, Glam, I'll let you go first on this one. Nah, let me go last, please, please, please. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait for that one now, Peter. 
who's the one? Oh, should I just say my last one or should I give him a couple? Uh, you can say as many as you want, mate. There's a fair few. Uh, probably Paul Kondeski. That's that's one of the signers that I think like. How did we ever think he's going to be a Liverpool player? Like, did he actually fit? Like, how can he beat Paul Konchesky? Are you being serious? Like, who identified Paul Konchesky as being our number one left back? Um, yeah, that whole Hodgson era, everyone in that team is Christian Poulsen, Jovanovic. Um, yeah, everyone in that era, man. That's just all just a poor era. Carroll as well. I don't care. I didn't rate Carroll. Um, yeah, man. Some bad times. Big money and bad times. L? The ghetto. Uh, yeah, yes, right, the ghetto. Um, yeah, Paul Koncheski, Milan Jovanovic, Joel Cole, Charlie Adam. Uh, who else, Charlie bro? Adam. Oh, who else? Alberto Aquilani. He wasn't a bad player, but he was just a flop. He didn't work out. Was he in, was he in a decade? Yeah, he was old. No, nah, he, he was 2008 even. He was 2000, yeah, he was 09, 09, 09 10. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. Um, who else? Ben Teke, my Markovic. guy, I'm sorry. Markovic. Andy... Who? Markovic. Yeah, uh, yeah Markovic. Yeah. He didn't fulfill his promise. Uh, yeah, got Aspas just because of his corner. Um, <laughs> do you know what? I want to say, look, who you else? see when that corner went in, yeah? You see when, 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 um, uh, thingy, Aspas done that corner, I actually broke down and cried. Yeah, I cried. I cried. Uh, that, that's, I, when I, that's when I knew everything I, was finished. I, 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 I was a big man at that age and I, I, I cried from. I went that corner, I, I actually broke down. Like, I, I was standing, I went <laughs> to my knees, just broke down and started crying. I was <laughs> like, oh, that. Oh, that is pain, fam. Bro, the, uh, the, the, the Palace, Rini. the Palace game when Dwight Gale yeah. scored that last one, I, um, I, I had I was wearing my glasses at the time. I took my glasses off and just like absolutely just broke them into pieces. Bro, <laughs> I went, you know, you know, you know, last night Suarez crying. Bro, that's when it hit me because before I was kind of like, <laughs> yeah, oh, that's bro, like, I, I was playing it calm. And then when Suarez just couldn't look at the camera, yeah, I actually went upstairs and just so started so so when you see that, you know, when like you have like a not like a, let's say like a bruise or something, like you have like a bad moment. You see like it's like your little sister. You see like your brother. You see him crying. You stand like, yeah. Oh. Why? Wow. Like, you, know, you, you, know, you know what made it even worse? Those, you know when they went free, when they got to free free, Suarez just done a little smile, like he put his hands on his hips. He just done a little smile and just went, "Fam, I'm gone. I'm, I'm done. done. I'm, 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 I'm <laughs> gone. I am. I, I am biting man in the World Cup, and I am out of here. I am out. <laughs> and then that's when I knew. And then when he started crying, it was finished. I was, I was like, "Yeah, it's done. He's gone." Like, I, I didn't want to believe it at the time, but I started crying. Man, it was, it was done. Still, worst night of my life, fam. Madness. Julian, you're a flop of the decade. Boy. Flops of the decade. For me, there's Bear. But for me, the flop of the decade has to be Balotelli. He is... Do you know why? Do you know why? Because we was genuinely sold a dream. Like, everyone else, apart Andy Carroll, I can allow. Because Andy Carroll, he he, he done all right. Like, okay, he done shit, but... He had these moments in it. He scored against Everton, banned he, against Manchester. He wasn't City. quite. He wasn't quite a good man. He was yeah. more like guy with a musket or something. I don't know. Yeah, like he, he was out of his depth. But Balotelli, bro, like we bought him. We was like, fam, everyone, everyone here, everyone in this, everyone in this chat was gassed. Well, yeah. Everyone, fifteen million he was gassed. Yeah, fifteen million profile, wavy Balotelli, and then man comes and you can't, you can't buy a goal. You got one goal against Lugrets, and boy, after that, 
Yeah, we had a few, man. I, I'm gonna give, I'm gonna give a few that people might not even say. Glenn Johnson, the worst. He, he goes into my worst eleven of the decade. He was shocking, shit defender, <laughs> shit rap. He was crap, rubbish right back. The amount of sleep this night. I don't think this it was guy that gave bad, him, you know. He was crap. I don't think it was that bad. I don't think he, it was that he bad. Done, he done nothing of he done nothing of significance in his time here at all. Even that 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 Crystal Palace game was his fault. He was the 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 worst right back that we that we've had in this decade. So shit. Ah, oh, mate. Uh, who else is there? Um, Barini. Like you uh, have that man there. Like oh, yeah, Mankio. Right. Joanne. Joe. Nah, Nah, nah. Joanne. He, he got caught. Was... Yeah, he was alright. He was all dead, right. fam. He was, he was <laughs> dead, but he got caught status. Like he's alright still. He was on the Rigi levels before Rigi Rigi done the madness. Nah, man. When he missed that open goal against Evan, I said, "Get this guy out of here, man." <laughs> <laughs> Who else is there? Um, Mignolet. Oh, I forgot him. I forgot. Disgra- disgraceful, despicable goalkeeper. Carrius. That time, ah, bro. There's bare man still. We, we, we boy. There's bare man. But anyway, we're out of that. We're out of the game now, man. We're living yeah, good. Man. We're eating good, bro. Yeah, eating Gucci, fam. We're eating that SDK and Novikov every night, bro. Yeah. Fine dining. Glam, I'm waiting for this one, man. I can't. Uh, you've you built it up quite well. Ah, <laughs> uh, no, nah, you look, you look, you look, you look I was gonna say Brini. I hated him. Hey, Julia, you take the piss, you know, bro. Ben Johnson on that list, bro. Nah, he's yeah, the worst right back that we had. Man. Do you know how many games? Do you know how many games? He's the worst right back. Bruv, talk about fucking... What's his name? Um, Arbor, Arbeloa. He was shit. What? He from Real Madrid. He was shite. Nah, nah. Glad I'm taking that. Nah, nah, nah. Glad I'm taking that. Arbeloa was a skeng man. Arbeloa was solid. He was solid. He was solid. Yes. Go on. I'll never forget. Was it West away when Carragher gave him an absolute bollocking? Yeah, yeah. That was no, no. That's when he. That was when he. When he t- come, man. You know the Spanish man. You know the Spanish man when they when they when they touch down. Not, even Torres, like when he first touched down, they're timid youths, fam. But now, no, no, I like, no, I like, man. I, I believe nah. Glenn Johnson now. That you, I can't think of five good games where I'm like, raw. You played sick, and yeah. he's there for like five years. Yeah, you can't, of, you can't think of five because he had over twenty. That's why you can't think of five. You know what I mean? He, he, <laughs> nah, he's, he's dead, man. Nah, man. He Rubbish guy. He weren't fantastic, but he weren't on that list, man. But Barini definitely was on that fucking list. He was shocking. Yeah, definitely. His, his ratio was worse than Benteke's at Palace. Remember when, Sunderland, remember when Sunderland tried to buy him and he's like, no, I don't want to leave. Bro. <laughs> yeah, man. I know. And then, I know. And then, he went, and then he went back the season after for like 10 million quid. Bro, man said, I don't want to leave. Fam, yeah. I was like... I didn't have to drive, and I still didn't have to drive. I would have driven you there. Like uh, ba- uh, Balotelli on that list is harsh as well. No, no, nah, nah, he was rubbish. You can't he's be a flop, 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 flop when you don't play. He, he did play several times. And you know what? And obviously as well, like he obviously um he was he was brought. Brendan didn't want him, but you can't call man a flop when he didn't play. Bro, was, I'm, I'm was... talking in terms of expectations Brother, and he standards. Was a he was a flop, fam. I was like, Yo. I was like Ellis with Brewster with the stocks and shares on Balotelli. I was all in. Bro, I had bare stocks in that. I guy. said, I said, this is how this is how this is how bad Balotelli was. I made a bet with my friend that he would get more goals than Giroud. Who won the bet? Your friend. Because what? <laughs> and and you know how many goals Giroud got that season? 
I don't know, but uh, it wasn't more than 15. So that just goes to show, fam, like, nah, Balotelli's dead, man. He was dead for us. He was dead for us, Ricky man. Ricky Lambert, Ricky Lambert there. You're not really, Ricky Lambert, I lie, because he just got, he, that was kind of a charity buy. Like, it was, it was very, it was, it was very Make-A-Wish foundation-y. Yeah, uh, like, he just wanted to play for Liverpool for one year, so I allowed him. That, I, I won't get on to him too much, though. I think he might have been like one of our top goal scorers that season as well, which is just Jesus. I like I'm glad we got we got Klopp because Klopp will not make them signings like that. Like you have to fit the profile, you have to be there for like you won't make you won't make a sign like that. You'll think long term. Okay, how can I use this player? How will he fit into this team? Like no way we make a sign like Ricky Lambert. I think for me, um, I I definitely agree with the Balotelli one. Um, the Andy Carroll won, yeah, but he scored against Everton. I'm surprised none of you have said Stuart Downing. Stuart Downing is genuinely top top three flops that we've signed in 2020s. Yeah, he bought that against Tottenham. He bought he bought that against Tottenham one time, so I like. Bro, bro. And, he, and he played left and he played left back, so we needed a left back, and he done. Yeah, I'll allow him. Like I'll land him like that, I'll allow him. No, no, no. Let me tell you something, brother. <laughs> <laughs> I was looking, I was looking through his stats the other day. Yeah, he took bad times to score in it, bro. He didn't score that first season. You know yeah. how many assists he got in that first year? Yeah, one or something. Two. Yeah, he got something dumb from. Bear, yeah, I mean, fair. That was that mad season when we just kept hitting. That was that mad season we hit the crossbar like 30 times. Yeah, but he had bare chances. He made bare and chances, This is the thing. Yeah. He created 55 chances. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we only converted two. I was like, I was like he fought, though. Yeah, yeah. That, you know, yeah. I remember because Stuart Dunham came from Aston Villa was a baller. When we signed him, I was gassed. But I'm not going to lie. Him... And a couple of players around that time, I'll give them a bit of leeway because when they came, it was um, and but no, like, even Suarez, like getting goals from him was sometimes. A was a, you remember was when a, was a hit the bar against um, Sunderland? His first yeah, then we like, yeah. we got it right from, but then obviously he yeah. gets that, like that sometimes. That's that's yeah, the, that's the thing with Markovic as well. That's definitely a no, 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 no. Markovic was he was he was he was tosh. No, I, I, think, I remember. I think it's one of those like it's one of those moment in times like what if things. You know that uh, shot he had against Sunderland where he absolutely like, like cracks it and it hits the crossbar. If that goes in, does his Liverpool career go a bit differently? It probably doesn't. But I mean, to be fair to the lad, he was playing wing back when he was like a a, a winger. But you know, we've we've seen how that went. So for Klopp, for Klopp to come in and not see sighting in you and your best attribute is PMP uh, I can't lie you're dead still <laughs> well, your best attribute is, is Serbian PMP as well exactly <laughs> Serbian fam, fam Buvac's gonna bust you and you, that's how dead you were nah bro you're not uh, it's, peak, it's peak out here man it's peak uh, I would do our teams of the decade but I think what we'll do is we'll kind of collate them individually and we'll post them on the account just to see um, everyone's different teams of the decade because we have unfortunately run out of time for today but bumper, bumper podcast two parts I hope if you've made it to the end I hope you've enjoyed it we've had a lot of fun more than you'll know doing this podcast as always um, be sure to let us know how you think about the pod anything we can do differently for next week and of course we're back with an with an analysis sorry I lost my words there just don't ask us to apologise don't ask us to apologise yeah, you know the vibes right now Like we've got Peter here if you ask us to apologise, we'll get you on. We'll cross-examine you as well. Peter, man, great, great, great time having you here. Good. Yeah, thank you. Thanks so much for having me, man. Absolutely. Absolute pleasure. Yeah, we got Peter, man. Thank you, man. Yeah, you're a good sport, man. <laughs> well done, Pete. Yeah.
<laughs> but of course from everyone here at Cop and Fracas thank you for listening and we'll see you next week peace 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 Support for this episode is brought to you by Mrs. Myers. A delightfully clean home can make for a delightful start to the day. At Mrs. Myers, everything we make is inspired by the garden. With plant-derived ingredients, our cleaning products work like the Dickens, leaving your home sparkly clean and your to-do list tackled in no time. So bring a little bit of the outside inside your four walls and bask in the wonder of a garden from the comfort of home. Mrs. Myers, rooted in goodness. Shop now at mrsmyers.com. Sports Social Podcast Network.